Welcome to the Bloody Bits Horror Show. I am your host, Eddie the Axe Jefferson, and joining me as always for the second time, the co-host with the co-most, Tim Yobo. Hey, 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 I'm glad to be here. I'm glad to have you again, and... I gotta come up with a better introduction. Yeah, you hey, need hey, like hey. a... you need something. It's only my second episode. Hey, 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 <laughs> it's oh, Tim wait. Yobo. Uh, wait, that's been taken by uh, Bill Cosby. Mr. Albert. Yeah, rest in peace, Mr. Albert. But also joining us for this lovely evening and this wonderful affair, Daniel Segura from the Mustachioed Podcastio. Daniel. The boys are back in town. What is up, guys? Yeah, I'm so, here. so glad to be back with you. I'm glad to have you back, man, oh. especially for Bullvember. Hell yeah, dude. I'm honored. It's Yeah, it is an honor and, and a privilege. It's a rarefied air. Not just everybody can can jump in for Bullvember. Are we going to be doing this every year, or is this just a one-off? This is a one-off. So Thank God. This is the second week, Tim, that we've had you as our permanent co-host. And uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be starting up a little thing. Because everybody knows me, right? I'm Eddie the Axe. We all know me. Mm. I'm the host. I've been here forever. But I think we need, I think we need to get to know Yobo. Oh God! That's, is this on the Patreon or is this going to be for free? Because I don't know. There's some juicy details. This is going to be for free. Uh, what I'm going to do is every week I'm going to have a listener submit a question for you, Tim, <laughs> oh my God. so we can get to know you. Okay. All right. And since this is a new thing and, and, and uh, we don't have any questions submitted from the listeners yet because they don't know about it, I'll go ahead and ask the first question. Okay, Tim? Go ahead. Shoot. Okay. Tim, is it true that YOBO is actually an acronym for you only bone once? Unfortunately, after I got married, I found that out. And all the times when she was calling me Yobo, 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 I had no idea what she was setting me up for. And when we got married and the honeymoon was over, she said, I've been telling you for three years, idiot. <laughs> so is the honeymoon over on this uh, uh, Bullvember? Because this week we're covering. No, we're in our second week. So we're still in like that, you know, that still crazy in love uh, phase, right? Yeah, for me and you. Yeah, it's our second week. For me, it's the third week of Bullvember. And, and we're covering the 2005 hit Blood Rain, based on the 2002 video game. I have to make sure to say it's on the wrong game console, so people get their little feelings hurt, and then they go and like kick their who, dog or whatever. Yeah, I wonder who would do that. Yeah, so this actually originally came out on the PS1. I remember it yep. for the Xbox 360. Yeah, I think it came out for Tiger Electronics first. Um, the handheld game. I remember that. I had the special edition. The ti- but it was the Tiger Gamecom. Do y'all remember the Gamecom? Oh, oh. <laughs> I know yeah. Eddie Dunn knows it. <laughs> yeah, the Gamecom was great. No, I thought this was on one of the LCDs, and both of the little control sticks were just boobs with nipples on it. You moved <laughs> them back and forth. It's got to rub them to win. <laughs> oh, yeah, they had those little rubber nubs on it. For some reason, they were very satisfying to touch. Now I know why. Yeah. There you yeah. go, man. You know, there you when- go. My whole thing behind this, that when you told me about Blood Rain, 
it immediately took me back to this nostalgia because I used to work at a theater when I was in college, just trying to pay, you know, student loans and take care of everything else and trying to have a little money for fun. And it was such a, it was like a sitcom. Everyone in that freaking theater, it's like the managers tried to hire the weirdest people, including myself ever in San Antonio. And there was just a lot of cool characters. And there's one guy, I can't, I can't remember his name. It's been so long. This was, would have been in 2000 and what, when did this come out? 2005? 2005 yeah you can make a name up that's fine <laughs> we'll bleep nobody's out. gonna fact check you let's say his name was cj cj and uh and i'm walking because i'm cl- you know i'm cleaning i'm cleaning up some other, some of the auditoriums and this and that and cj comes up to me daniel 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 i was like what's up what's up he's like i need you to go into theater eight in about and he looks at his watch 16 minutes just get in there in 16 minutes okay okay and i was like okay I thought I was like, am I going to get jumped? <laughs> was, yeah, because yeah. it had to be 16 minutes because they had to get that extra guy there. Because I was a dickhead, so I was like, oh, maybe I've said too many stupid-ass things. <laughs> so I walk, I'm like, and I was like, at first I was like, I'm not going to fucking do it. But then for some reason, his passion and seriousness about it, I was like, I kind of, I guess I got to go. So it was getting up to 16 minutes, and I had, I always wear a watch. So and I started working. work a knife with you. Yeah, <laughs> I brought my fists just in case. And I'm working my way to theater eight. I'm like, oh man, I only got like, you know, 15, 16 seconds. I start working my way in there. And as soon as I, you know how there's that weird thing, like where there's a giant wall and then finally the screen gets yeah, kind of, yeah, you yeah. know, they got that like blind turn. Yeah. Exactly. So I get past the blind turn. I see the screen. Her boobs come out after he rips them out in the sex. Scene. Oh, <laughs> oh you know, yeah. It's funny because. Yeah. Uh, last week we did alone in the dark with the mm-hmm. McCollum brothers and we found out that there's a seven minute sex scene that's cut out of that fucking thing and oh, if it's yeah. anything like this sex scene i want to see more this one honestly oh, yeah. yeah i can't wait to get to it i, I will when we get there we'll get there i just but... have one question yes yeah can't you just lock the gate <laughs> yeah, was that bothering I... you that much I was just like, hey, you know, I get the idea of what they're doing. I don't need the audio to convince me that they're banging. Yeah, I know. It's fun. It just adds I a little extra layer. I think maybe she layer. could like, hurt her arm. Could have like, pulled her arm out of the socket. The gate swung, the door swung open enough. Look, she's she's like a, well, she's not a vampire. We'll get to yeah, that. Yeah, we, we have to get into what exactly her powers are. Oh, there is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I cannot wait to start solving this freaking mystery. I'll tell you, one of the powers is them titties. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Hell yeah. And this is the same woman I mean, two. from Terminator 3, right? The one who played yes. Terminator. Yes. So, I mean, it's... wait a second. She didn't have to do anything to her breasts in Terminator 3. They're pretty, they're pretty out there, aren't they? They're well, ample. if you're going to build a Terminator, are you going to give them like, some bitch-ass titties? Come on. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Put in the extra money. What the, she, why not? She looked like that's she had what a little... R&D is for. She had a little more, um, I feel like she had a little more, like, meat on her or something in Terminator. I felt like she was a little curvier, but. Yeah, she could afford food by then. At this point, she's still having some problems. <laughs> really scraping by. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. So, another Uva Bowl joint, of course, written by Guinevere Turner. She turned the draft of the screenplay in three weeks late. So, Uva Bowl said, I want a draft of the screenplay for this fucking thing. Three weeks late late after he requested it she turns it in oh i thought you meant three weeks after he already started shooting and she was still three weeks late with the script and he was just like fuck it we'll just go well well we famously know that uva bowl's tactic for filming is that he'll reach out to the actors three weeks before he's starting filming brilliant idea 
good idea yeah and tell the managers like look we're gonna film in three weeks here's some money do you want to get that for the actor and of course that actor wants money duh if you're not doing anything for a month or if you're ben kingsley if you're not doing anything for maybe an hour well yeah we'll we'll get to kingsley so she hands uva bowl over the screenplay right and he just starts filming with it her rough draft of it and she's like wait what the fuck what that was my initial draft of it so then she she later watched what it became and apparently he had basically just rewritten the whole thing anyway so who cares <laughs> does it have, have any relationship to the actual game story i have no idea well we've that... all played the game right no you never I... played the game I haven't played the game yet. No, I want to. I've played the game for a minute. Maybe I'll play it on a stream uh, uh, last weekend when this comes out. Do a speed run. Do a speed run, yeah. I'll be real good at that. Uh, Now, have you played it, Tim? I remember playing because I I remember the big selling point of it was that it was supposed to be really gory and like tons of blood all over the place. Okay, so did this like line up with the story of the game for you? I don't remember. The only thing I remember about that was a lot of blood and titties. Yeah, so that's the one thing I remember when I played it was when you got to a cutscene and they were talking, the boobs would bounce just when they were talking. As all women's breasts I mean, should, right? As she's I mean, breathing. that way we'd, I would always like to hear my wife talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <Damn. laughs> Cut that out, please. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even yeah. diving into that one. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I'll beep it out real quick. Okay, there Thank you go. You. I beep. I beep today. Just no beep problem. who it. You don't have to beep who it is. Just beep out wife. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so she's just gonna think some other person you're talking to, some other broad you're talking to. You're just like, yeah. As long as her tits are bouncing, I'll talk to her. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Ten minutes in, and I'm already divorced. Yeah. So. uh Michael Madsen, of course, kind of stars in it, kind of doesn't. He called this movie an abomination, though he says he would love to work with Uva again. Did he say it with that accent of his when he called it an abomination? And then that gusto? I think so, yeah. This movie was an abomination, but I'd really like to work with... How do you say his name? Uva. Because he lets me do whatever I want, and I don't have to move. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. I just, I'd work with him again. He's basically like Steven Seagal in this movie. It's he, pretty wonderful. I actually have that in my notes. I'm like, he's just Seagalling all over <laughs> I have yes. written down, too. He is the laziest motherfucker. There's one point in the movie, we'll get to it, but please don't let me forget, where two of them are on horses, and this motherfucker's walking because he's like, I'm not getting up on the horse and then having yeah. to get off the horse. I want to say yeah. it was maybe his third scene where I t- stopped taking notes because I was like, if he's not going to try, I'm not going to try. <laughs> <laughs> for real so the next note that i have literally is uh uva ball says that that he was drunk the whole time that they were fucking filming this movie who yeah not Madden. surprising like imagine Michael Madsen. oh i was yeah. gonna say all right that's yeah he has that a kind of i think being kind of slosh though in this kind of movie helps a little because you you i feel like everyone was kind of drunk drinking like meat or some shit i don't even know like well, there's a couple so, of points where it looks like he might lose his balance. Yeah. yeah. So it's like a Captain Jack Sparrow kind of performance. Yes, but uh, real. Johnny Depp, you hack. Yeah, total hack. Johnny Depp, you hack. Uh, next note I have is that the lady who played Rain, 
uh, actor Christiane Loken. It was her idea to cast Meatloaf in the movie. Oh, oh. so she she, so like, she never she worked again. Meet Meatloaf, and she's like, "Yeah, my best chance. I'm a I'm a model, and how I have to make up a whole movie and get him into a part just to meet Meatloaf." Well, I think that she was just so hungry. She was just asking for them to have meatloaf on the set. <laughs> God, she could use some fucking food, man. Holy shit, that's right. She said, look, I don't want any money. I just want a meatloaf a day. Mm. Yeah, so next thing you know, she comes into work. A meatloaf oh, a day. Meatloaf a day. Keeps the doctor away. So tell me, Does guys. It? who would... brings the doctor really quick. <laughs> who would you have rather seen? I'm not just, I mean, I know we haven't got into how we feel about Meatloaf's reports, but who would you rather see in that? Is there anyone that you come to mind in that part? I mean, I would do it. It seems like a fun part. I'll tell you this. I would switch. You know what? Put Billy Zane in that part. Oh, wow. I love Billy Zane. I was going to say, I would, I would have He's loved... not in this movie enough. No. And when he no. is, he steals all the fucking he is, scene. He is great. Yeah. I would like Danny Baldwin in that scene. <laughs> oh, God. Um, wait, which one is he? He's the big one. Yeah. The big bald one. The big bald one. Like, yeah. what piece of shit has he been? Um, well, he was... It's getting hard to, to distinguish them all. He was definitely in Harley Davidson and the Marlboro Man. Oh, there you go. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he wasn't the one in Biodome that's kick-flipping for Jesus. Yes, so. not that one. All right, it's not Steven, who is in Usual no. Suspects. No, yeah, no. Yeah, that's Steven. Okay. And Whatever. finally... The last note that I have is, of course, Sir Ben Kingsley is in this movie. <sighs> and uh, when they asked him in an interview about his career, pretty pretty recently, actually, uh, why was he in this movie? He said, well, he always wanted to play a vampire with the cape and, and the thing. And he says, it, but probably it was a bad idea. Because <laughs> he doesn't get a cape in this movie. He doesn't get a cape. The poor guy. At one point, I'm not kidding, at one point towards the end, with the way that they have his hair, it looks like he has a baseball cap on backwards. Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. The wigs in this movie are just abysmal and disrespectful (laughs) to the art of wigs. Well, except for Billy Zane's wig. That's a wonderful wig. You can put anything on that head, man. It looks great. It's true. That's true. Was he bald then? Yeah, he was bald. He's been bald forever. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. He went quick. All right. So that's all the notes that I have, guys. And if you're ready, we can get into the movie breakdown. Yeah, why not? You have a breakdown song for us there, Daniel? <laughs> you want me to bring my movie breakdown over no, here? No, that's okay. Crossover. I'm not gonna... I could do one in the sense, in like, in the essence of bloody bits. Okay. Oh, boy. Um, freestyle or breakdown? Uh, it's going to be like... Blood rain. Wigs. Yeah, that's pretty good, man. Thank you. Not bad. So we start with Michael Madsen at a bar. (laughs) 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 I want to to give this movie something, all right? The illustration stuff? I have a couple of things with this movie. Okay. This town looks really fucking good. It doesn't look like yes. it's a set. Mm. It looks like all the people are looking like how they would look in a situation like that. I was really, mm-hmm. really impressed with all the scenes in the town. I couldn't believe yeah. how well they did that. And I'm glad you like it because we're going to be here for a while. 
That's I was okay. Gonna, I not? was gonna over say and over. I actually do like how the movie opens with all the little illustration stuff. Um, yeah, that was kind of cool. Yeah. I thought it gave yeah. a good vibe to the movie, and then you, you know, it transitions over to Madison it's at like a bar. It's kind of stuff that you would see, like if you bought the video game, like when the, the instruction manual, like all the, like around the borders and shit. Yeah, like it's that. like oh. the loading screen. <laughs> it actually reminded me of the beginning of Cannibal the Musical, where they kind of show all the weird illustrations oh. of what the story is going to be. I like that. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Hey. Right now, smash cut to Michael Madsen at a bar. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's talking to the bartender and gets a little flyer from the bartender. He's getting a little inside intel from the bartender about a carnival that's going on with uh, some broad named Rain is going to be there. Yeah. And now we're introduced to kind of like our three primary people we're going to be following around. Yeah, I've written down our trio. Mm-hmm. Our trio. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Latina so, British girl. That's not somebody's name. That's there's three of them. Um, uh, yeah, it's Vladimir, Sebastian, and Katrina. Is it? Because I keep referring to him as Mullet, Michelle Rodriguez, and Madsen. Yeah, yeah. Well, I have uh, instead of Mullet, I actually just have a, a whiny boy. <laughs> so I thought he kind of looked like a, a, a he kind of looked like a Tom Brady esque kind of person to me. Yeah. yeah. If you take that hair off him, you give him a football helmet, put him in pads, and you put him like 30 yards away from me, he could look like Tom He's got Brady. a little Tom Brady thing going on, yeah. Yeah, you mix uh, uh, Tom Brady with Stifler, and that's what that's Yes, what yes, he has got a Stifler vibe going, doesn't he? He really does. And this guy doesn't know one minute from the next what the fuck he's going to be doing. Oh, he's, he's no. oof. Every he's pretty line, aloof. Every line that goes out of that Sebastian's mouth. Just... And that fucking duster. Oh my god! That's yeah. a wonderful duster. What's so even they're... worse is I used to have one. Of course you did. Although Sebastian it was, does it was the one thing that my wife told me that she almost didn't go out with me because I had a duster. And I was like, oh, <laughs> uh, of course you like, married. Come on, that it looks woman. so cool in the wind. It's like I got a fucking cape. <laughs> you and Ben Kingsley, I guess. Man. <laughs> yeah, well, I think I got the better deal with the cape because I got a wife out of that. What the hell did That's... he get? That's true. I, I guess he probably got like $40,000 for an hour of work, but you know. Mm, I've been married for 10 years. My wife's probably paid me back more than that by now. Yeah, yeah. I've been married 10 years too. I, I don't know. I think I'm in the hole. So uh, we <laughs> we see Sebastian like a whole, like adjusts a mirror because some dude just comes up and sits next to him. And he's like, hey, I'll have an absinthe. And we don't see this dude's reflection in the mirror so uh-oh yeah that must mean one thing and one thing only you would Either think he's a vampire or he's a witch if you would think mm-hmm. if you're a vampire you would just always be looking around to see if there might be a mirror around but this one was kind of small so i'll yeah. give him a pass but well yeah because why... back then in that area like mirrors a big thing Probably yeah mirrors were expensive right because they well, made yeah. them back then they made them with like real silver yeah they were special yeah and that's actually kind of the the myth behind it, why the vampire's reflection wasn't because seen in the mirror. Because of the silver! I just, as yes. soon as I said that, I just went, holy fucking shit, 45 years of watching fucking movies like this is kind of, I just made that connection. <laughs> yeah, exactly, because silver is supposedly pure, so a vampire's reflection isn't there. And it just made me wonder, like, why would the bartender have that mirror that now that it's, like it's a, a mirror that has like a little fucking candle in front of it too, so it's got like a nightlight. Yeah. 
So, yeah, our, our boy Sebastian sees the vampire isn't in the mirror, and he just, like, reaches back behind himself and, and impales the dude right in the fucking chest. Waste no time at all. And what's and crazy just... is nobody reacts really too much yeah. to either the fact that, A, somebody just got fucking stabbed in the chest, and, B, oh, wow, this guy's turning into a fucking prune in front of our eyes. He's a vampire. Oh, let's yeah. go back to drinking. So that's what told me that the this must be, like commonly known creatures yes yes yeah that, that everybody knows that vampires exist and it is just common knowledge that they're vampires walking around and why more people don't have crosses on and mirrors yeah i don't yeah. know well we're just watching fools get fucking murked left and right like this is clearly a dangerous time we're living in it would have been funny if he turned into dust and somebody starts uh makes the pun like well another one bites the dust everybody Hey yo! Three shots for everyone. Sorry about yeah. the grotesque scene. Freddie Mercury, you hack. Madsen's just hanging out, getting all the free shots he can. <laughs> it's like I'm pretty traumatized. Can I get two shots? All right, folks. So we are currently 21 minutes into the recording. This is when Tim is filling his volcano bag. <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck! Smoke. I know no. the microphone just picked that. I up. thought Tim was getting his groceries this whole time. <laughs> yeah, he's getting his groceries. Bagging them I'm up. bringing them in for my wife. I'm a good husband. <laughs> oh sure. Hey, that bag sounds pretty empty there, Tim. <laughs> I'll mute the I'll mute the microphone next time. <laughs> I'm I'm teasing you. It's fine. Yeah, it's Don't actually kind of, of hilarious. Yeah, somebody was like fucking tripping on fucking edibles on like their second or third episode. Weren't they? <laughs> yeah, well, who the fuck would do that? That sounds very inappropriate. Uh, and unprofessional. Dude, that fucking edible was the craziest shit I ever. Had. I thought I was like, doing a bad job. I was like, oh, he's not gonna. Keep... <laughs> no, I was like, he's not gonna keep this episode. Like, wait a second, I thought that shit was funny, but this guy. Yeah, like I would make a joke, air. and then Eddie would go. <laughs> Yeah. Uh yeah, that's cool. <laughs> Hell yeah. I was like, So fuck. now we're gonna <laughs> Hey look, if you're gonna do an edible, the two best people to have when you're doing it is Daniel and I because we'll just talk for four hours. You don't have to say much. True. That's Nobody true, man. This. Very true. It's very true. <laughs> so now we're gonna go to the circus. And uh we have like a freak show going on and they bring uh uh first we have uh I forget what the broad's name is, but she's doing a thing with these weird knife swords. Wasn't she in Game of Thrones, this lady? I've never watched Game of Thrones. I don't even remember. I've, I've... I'm pretty sure she was at some point Game of Thrones. I'm thinking maybe she was um now all right, now here's now here's where I start getting people tweeting at me. Uh mm -hmm. she was the high priestess of darkness. Mm. Or something like that. Kind of a cool name. I think yeah. so. Because I don't timing. remember any of their names except for like. Oh, actually, none of them. <laughs> I was like, good. let's see what he comes up I'm with. I'm going to say uh, Janice was somebody's Janice. Name in okay. all the episodes. So it was Janice and CJ, and they were in Game <laughs> of Thrones. <laughs> um, no, I don't. Like, anytime I want to watch incest shit, I just uh, guest on the grind bin. I was going like, to tell it's... you, like, do people give you shit about that, Eddie, that you've never seen uh, Game of Thrones? Game or... of... Who? Uh, you I know what? Know. I bet not, because not after that season finale, nobody's going to give you shit for not watching it. Nobody mm -hmm. wants to admit that they watched it. Everybody's going to say, oh, you know, I love that show, but I stopped, like, right before the last season started. Yeah, I kind of did that not... with Dexter, I remember. I just, like, stopped oh, watching it Jesus when it... So I was good. like, they're not going to get better than this. <laughs> No, watch Dexter all the way up until the end of the uh, uh, season with John Lithgow. Yeah, and you're yep, fine. Yep. Yeah, that's yep. the one. 
because that's right when the showrunner leaves the show. Yeah, you and can... they bring a new person in and fuck it all up. Yeah, too bad. Too bad. Well, the show's coming back now, isn't it? I yeah, heard something about do a season. Uh, or something. I think I ruined shit. Maybe they're gonna try to make it, you know, like, hey, our bad. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was a lumberjack for two weeks, and I decided I didn't like it, so I came right back. Anyway, back to this carnival scene. I thought I had oh, a yeah. damn good time watching this oh, sweaty yeah. fucking <laughs> carnival master guy. What do you call the guy that's like the leader um, with the big hat? The leader. The ringmaster. The, yeah, the the ringleader. Yeah, the, yeah. I, that guy looks or so master, sweaty. Whatever. Ringmaster. One of those is a movie. Ringleader, ringmaster. Uh, I don't know. The one that's about Barnum and Bailey or some shit? No. Oh. No. That's... So, uh, no, it's a uh, uh, ringmaster was a about uh uh what's his name jerry springer you're right you're oh, right oh that's right also it's a movie on x hamster type in ringmaster and see what that's okay up. um <laughs> yeah. but you know what this this um this whole scene in the carnival kind of has a jerry springer feel to it like everyone's into it there's people yelling mm -hmm. it's kind of like a, a trump rally yeah that's right <laughs> <laughs> everybody's having uh, a good time I guess watching probably a lot more bathing in this one Probably a lot more bathing, and this is where I cut the uh, the little picture that I shared to the Discord. Oh my god! Uva Bowl has a cameo here. Oh yeah, that he decided As... right in front, right before they said go. He's like, "Hey, you know what? Give me a robe." Yeah, throw a robe on me, and you can see him, and he's like wearing his Rolex, and he's like, "Woo!" <laughs> <laughs> it been... Is it a Rolex? I don't know. Does he have a Rolex? It's a Timex, dude. It's a Folex. <laughs> it's a Folex. Yeah, because I was going to say, you know. It's a Joe Blow. I, I got a feeling with him, he probably hawked his Rolex to make a move. Tim, I feel like you could go jump on the subway and get one of these Rolexes for $20. Totally. Yeah. You know, funny enough, they don't do that on the subway. No. Ah, uh, yeah. No, nah, you got to go to like maybe like. Maybe flea market? Was it like 30th Street and like 7th or 8th Avenue? And there's just like line after line of fucking stores that just sell fake perfume and fake fucking bags. It's, it's really incredible how they get away with this shit. Yeah. Gotta hit up those pulgas, dude. That's what we had in San Antonio, and that's where you would find all oh, that shit. stuff. I'm not gonna have the fucking 8th Avenue mob coming after me now for saying that. <laughs> uh oh. We'll, we'll edit it out. Thank you. I like so, <laughs> just beat out 8th Avenue. You know he's not. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> I don't edit shit. So we got we have uh, uh, they introduce Rain. They're like, hey, here's this girl Rain, and then they bring her out, and it's our uh, titular Blood Rain. And I think the blood is because like her hair is red. And our she's what? A, our what? What'd you say? Our titular Rain. Okay. Uh, okay. Right. Sir. <laughs> and uh, I think it's just like her hair is red or or whatever. Yeah. But they're like me a redhead. Yeah. They're like, let's check it out, man. We're gonna just like beat the shit out of this broad, and you guys can just take a watch to it. They put her so arm they... in bacon grease. What, what did they do? No, they no. put it in holy water. Oh. Holy water, which They're is like... like bacon grease to vampires. That was a fryer, dude. What the fuck? Oh, now it makes more sense. It's holy like... water. Check it out. We're making carnitas, and then they stick her hand in the fucking thing, and shh, oh, shit. Yeah, this scene is kind uh, of rough to look at. It uh, is a little well, graphic. Man. What's crazy to me is here's a world where we know vampires exist, right? Yeah, right. So if you were going to say vampires exist, we can 
go a little bit further and say there might be werewolves. There might be other creatures of myth. Of myth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I and wanted that. And here's this, this woman that they're fucking putting her hand into holy water. Yeah. And then cutting her. Mm-hmm. And then what do they do next? They give her blood from a lamb, right? And yep. she heals yep. herself. Oh, yeah. You and would everybody's think like that so she's shocked. a vampire. Yeah. You would think, well, not only that, but like, is this the person you want to be fucking with? Uh, suppose, uh, for all that you would know back then. This is a vampire. Yeah. They get they get burned by holy water. They get cut. They drink blood and they heal themselves. Holy shit! Mm-hmm. He's a real fucking vampire in the tent. Why is everybody standing there? Why aren't they yeah. running out? Yeah, you've got the bearded lady. You've got the Siamese twins. What the fuck are you doing with a supernatural <laughs> <vampire>? creature? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, it, it is. Yeah, I think you really would just take a little bit more caution with your fucking vampire. Attraction. Now coming up next, the Chupacabra. Here he, here he yeah. comes. Then we've got a skinwalker. They're gonna come out and just chill. Which can I go off on a rant here? You can edit this out. Yeah, that go ahead. Me. When I was young, my whole family used to go to Atlantic City for mm-hmm. a summer vacation. This is before there were casinos, and it was like the big attraction was there's a beach, and they had something called the Steel Pier, which had yeah. an amusement park on it, and it had actually. We actually, I saw it one year. There was something called the diving horse where they would forget about <laughs> oh it, God. but you just heard it and you know exactly what it is. Yes, okay. Yes. Uh, but one of the other attractions that they had was you would go into this tent and they would close the, the drapes down on it and you would, other people would be standing outside. And after about like 15, 20 minutes, you would just hear people just screaming their fucking heads off and tear assing out through the fucking curtains of this tent. So you were definitely curious about what the fuck was going on in there. And mm. the attraction was, it was supposed to be this Amazon woman that scientists had caught and she can turn into a gorilla. Okay. <laughs> so you pay your two bits or whatever, you buy your ticket, you go in, Bitcoin. and there's this woman in a bikini. In a fucking cage, up on the stage, and in front of her are three scientists with their back turned towards us, but they have laboratory coats on. Well, kind of like a control scientists. Panel. Well, we'll, we'll all right, whatever. Loosely. They were doctors. <laughs> they they were in Atlantic City. They could be real. They had their PhD. And the whole trick was that if they could agitate her enough that in front of your eyes she would turn into a gorilla. And so I go in, I'm there with my aunt, my sister, my grandmother, probably, I'm like maybe eight years old, nine years old, maybe ten years old at most. And no shit, they fucking, the lights start flicking on and off. They fucking like start pounding on the fucking cage. And this fucking woman, before our fucking eyes, turned into a gorilla. And... She busts out of the fucking cage and comes terracing into the fucking audience. And that's the point where everybody screams and runs out. End of story. I just still can't figure out how they did that. But that just reminded me of the carnival. So is it like a so. magic trick? It, it, it had to be. be something where it was like part, like there was like maybe a film screen. And then at a certain point, somebody just dressed up as a gorilla came running out while the lights were flashing it's on and off. got to be something like that. But, but it was still dope. the best fucking special effect I've ever seen. That's no, you fun. know what, Daniel? I think the woman actually turned into a gorilla. <laughs> I think, <laughs> and they I were think... able to get it back in the cage in the ten minutes to do the next show. Because yeah. after you did it, the whole thing was after that you would stand outside and watch the next group of people go in, not knowing what the fuck was going on, and mm-hmm. wait five or six minutes for them to come tear-assing out and yelling and screaming. Yeah. 
And then after Tim and his family would uh, get scared and they'd run back to the covered wagon with the oxen, <laughs> they would muster up their strength to, to go out and see the, the shadow puppet show that they were uh, portraying <laughs> in the next tent. And they're like, how did that man's hands become a, a bunny? Wow, um, it's a butterfly. We heard Whoa. Eat it. <laughs> there's a Nickelodeon being installed in about six months. We're looking forward to that, too. <laughs> all right, so all the listeners, if you know about uh, any women that turn into gorillas when you get them real mad. Or if anybody knows sure. about sideshow attractions from Atlantic City back in the 70s where a woman turned into a gorilla, please at me and let me know how the fuck it was done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She was a real I'm, gorilla. I'm, that is my that is my take. Gorilla, my if dreams. If your if your uh, uh, grandfather or your father was one of the scientists that Tim was talking about, you should <laughs> probably <definitely>. great grandfather. <laughs> In the seventies, it's not that. Oh God, that is that long ago. I just read today that uh, Toy Story came out twenty five years ago, and oh, I fell. Jesus Christ! Yeah, I fell down. When I read that. It's shit like that that really makes you realize how much time has gone by, right? Yeah. Speaking of time going by, we should probably get back to the movie. <laughs> yeah, that. Uh, yeah. Okay. So they cut her, they burn her with the water, she drinks the lamb's blood, and she gets healed. And then uh, they, they drag her out and they throw her into a cage. And uh, her friend, I, again, I don't remember the friend's name because she's barely in this fucking movie. She's like, look, man, I had a dream about us escaping. Or whatever, and uh, it's cool because my uncle's got a boat, so he'll he'll come out here and he's gonna like rescue us. And by the way, here's this cross that you should wear, and it'll protect you. Very nice friend. So I'm like all right, all right, yeah, nice yeah. friend. She's cool. Yeah, I, I'm sure she'll, uh, you know, they, they'll stay friends forever. Yeah. Well, I'm not sure what her whole thing is being there at the carnival. I guess she's just like. She's the one with the uh, the the special uh, swords. That's right. Yeah, she was. Yeah. She was. She's got the cool swords and she cuts up a candle. Yeah, I don't know why I thought she was like a different person. Does she cut the candle? She's just like blow it out with uh, how fast the sword goes by. Uh, no, she cut the candles out and then like blows it out with the swords and then the, the candles fall apart and then like, Uva oh, Bowl cheers. That's that and that, that she makes money by doing circumcisions. I will say, by the way, Rain looks insanely clean for a woman that's been living in a cage. Like, she's using, like, some kind of, Do they give her night cream? Like, <laughs> like her skin looks all uh, clean? Well, we're going to find out. Somebody's trying to give her night cream. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> See, that's why you sit through 20 minutes of a story about a gorilla woman. Oh, that line God. right there. For that line. So now, no, we, uh, we cut off to Ben Kingsley. <laughs> Here we go. Oh my god, what the fuck he's doing in this? I know he wanted to play a vampire, but is he a vampire uh, in this movie? Yes, yes, he is. Yeah, you know he plays Kagan. There's a good movie here, and I think what's fucked up is I think they fucked up by having these idiot actors in it that he could get for whatever money that he was going to play. I think forget get rid of this whole cast, put a different group in. And instead of Keegan being the world's most powerful vampire, Ben Kingsley, fuck Ben Kingsley and just put some other guy in there as an old vampire who's trying yeah. to get his strength yeah. back. And he needs these artifacts to do it. Yeah. Because okay. he doesn't do anything to prove he's the strongest fucking yeah, vampire. Yeah, I'm confused about his powers too, as we'll see. But yeah, he's supposed yeah, to well, be powerful. Well, I'm also confused about why Rain wants the artifacts, but whatever. Yeah. Um, so 
basically he gets a report that there's a dom fear now a dom fear if you guys didn't know that's when a vampire fucks a, a regular person or gets fucked by a regular person it, it could be either way can you rape a vampire I mean, you can rape anybody if you try hard enough, Tim. But let me. What was a vampire wear? <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, anyway. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't know. You don't read read many books about mortals raping vampires. It's usually the other way around. I did read that it is very common. Yeah. It was more common for the male vampires to do that to women, and not so much women to males. Um, Oh, male yeah. vampires to, to me. In all your historical documents about real life vampires. <laughs> yes, I, yes, I have Was a that scroll. Project the Night Stalker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so they're like, yeah, there's a Dom Fear uh, rain, and she's probably going to mess your plan up. So he's like, that's cool. Let's send a bunch of my thralls out. No, to, he says, to... send your best spies. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the spies. Like, right. You know she's a damp a vampire, whatever the fuck they're calling. Damp fear. Damp fear. A white fire. You damp-fire. know that she could be fucking up your plans. Mm-hmm. Why are you sending spies? Well, because we want to see what she's up to. Just kill her. You're a fucking. You're the world's most powerful vampire. Why do you care and, about this one mortal? Whether or not she's the right one. And the guy. Kill her. This is when he's talking to that guy that looks like he belongs in a new metal band, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I kept looking at this guy and I'm like, is this the motherfucker from Three Hundred Part Two? No, he's from Cold no, Chamber. That's, the Rise yeah, of an Empire. No, he yeah. was. Um, <laughs> no, that'd be Three Hundred Two. He, he was a bass player for Cold Chamber, actually. <laughs> He totally could have been a bass player for culture, but with that fucking haircut, oh my god! Oh man, I don't, I don't even dignify the actor nor the character's name in my notes. I'm just like that. <laughs> I just guy. haven't written down his bald guy. Bald guy, perfect. Let's do so it. yeah, it's like yeah, bald guy sends some spies out, and that's cool because we we go back to Rain, and she's okay. Now the continuity here is a little tricky. She's having a nightmare, mm-hmm. but it's about herself out in the woods covered in blood and it's raining blood rain right Mm -hmm. okay cool uh then she wakes up and there's like a drunk dude that's gonna try to rape her now i'm almost wondering because again with my uh screenshot that i took of uva bowl with the nice watch on in here maybe uva bowl is a time traveler he came back here a la uh, Marty McFly, uh, just to encourage one of the other people <laughs> to like be like, yeah, that chick's pretty cool. You should go totally try to rape her. And by the way, bring the bottle with you when you do it. Yeah, I like how a vampire has to use a bottle to stop him. <laughs> well, a dumb oh, fear, but yeah. Yeah. So he's like totally trying to rape her, and he's not doing that great a job. Again, okay. Do you try to rape something that you, as far as you can see with your own fucking eyes, is something that's a supernatural beast? I think you just, you get into that, you know, he believed she was going to be fully submissive in the situation. So, you know. I mean, what was she wearing? Is this the first Damn. time? Well, no, no, well, no, no. Because no. they treat her She's like an animal. Fear, so it doesn't matter. No means no. But a vampire? I'm sorry. Yeah, I think he got confused. If you can rape a vampire, you deserve it. Well, I think that's why they focus on the booze, because this guy was so drunk, he was like, eh, why not? 
I'm going to pop in there and see what happens. Yeah, you know what? I bet you there's a whole fucking internet page about drunk guys who stuck their dicks in the wrong fucking things. (laughs) He's just, he's got that like Boomhauer from King of the Hill approach. He's like, fuck it, shoot or shoot. And he's going to go take his shot. He took his shot and unfortunately uh, didn't quite work out, y'all. He should have tried the bearded lady. Oh, I know. I oh, yeah. Good. Was like, no, I think the bearded lady might have had her uh, way with him. Uh, how about the conjoined twins? Uh, yeah, that are just wearing the worst stitch together outfit I wouldn't know what you want to look at. I'd be confused. Uh-huh. I would keep looking like at the weird creases. and It depends on how they're conjoined. Oh, my God. If you're banging in one of the conjoined... Okay, this is a real right, question. Here we go. Here we go. go Say you're banging a conjoined twin, yeah. right? Okay. And then just... They have three tits, right? Okay. What happened to the? Are other... you only allowed to touch one? Because otherwise, you know? is it like you're fucking with the other one, and maybe you're cheating on the one, or or how does that work? Yeah, like where can my hand go before it has to stop? I think they know. Yeah. Like, I think they since they have their own, they would be like, um, no, that's not my boob. You know, like that's this is the I only have one. I'm sorry, just you just focus on this one, which honestly Wait, would take a lot of pressure off. Of so me. she got the short end of the stick. Yeah, yeah, she could just be the one that just kept one, and the other one got kind of split off. But what if she's got the pussy? Mm. Wait, the one that she, that has the one boob. Yeah, then that's good. <laughs> no, <laughs> but then there's two tits over there going to waste. Yeah, but that's a whole other person, and without you know, unless she gives you consent, you can't touch those. So just have the one boob and have some fun. You can't have everything, mm. man, okay? <laughs> I don't know. Wouldn't you be tempted? To touch the other <laughs> No. Come on. Come on. No. What is the other one doing? She's probably book? just trying to ignore your, you know, stinky How ass. How much can you fucking ignore it? It's right next to you. Come on. Try to ignore your heavy breathing and plastic bag. And again, crackling. depending on how you can join, it could be right next to you, it could be right on top of you, it could be right behind you. Who knows? <laughs> Yeah, she's just on Instagram. She's just like scrolling, looking at people's like pictures of their food that they were cooking. Yeah, she's um, she's on. Like, hey, can you move your elbow, man? Like, <laughs> she's on that that dating app piece together. Oh uh, no, she just happens to be watching porn at the same time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because uh, yeah. but I still don't. I don't think they make conjoins. Well, I don't think they make. They make. <laughs> they don't make them. Oh, they don't make that shit anymore. Daniel. You better buy them when you can find them. It's like, look, man, they don't make them like they used to. <laughs> just, yeah, you know, let's just move on. Goddamn science and medicine. <laughs> look, man, you just quit making them one day. Yeah, you gotta hope you can find one. I mean, a lot of them are older now, so they're like vintage. Oh, God. I'm sorry. No, it's cool, Daniel. It's all right. So anyhow, uh, he's trying to rape the down pier, and uh, he drops his bottle. And she just grabs it. She fucking KOs his ass. Yep. Good for her. Yeah, because yeah, she hits him in the head with the bottle, and then a little bit of his head blood mm-hmm. kind of comes down down because, you know, all the blood's pumping around there. And, you know, well, I don't know where his blood was pumping, but it was enough in the head where he dropped some enough blood. Enough of it was. Yep. Yeah. Got into her mouth, and, mm-hmm. man, she, that was all she needed. To just get, fo- which by the way, I get confused because she seemed to really like human blood. <laughs> but yeah, we find out later <laughs> that's not her thing. So yeah, but isn't well, blood blood? You would isn't it like just like what kind like maybe drinking cheap wine versus expensive wine? Well, like, but it's it's wine. Vampires are dead, so I find it weird that 
she enjoys. We do find out, we'll find out later more about her, what she craves. But in this instance, a little human oh, yeah. blood goes a long way because she goes full bombastic, like Wolverine coming out of the tub water. <laughs> oh, yeah. She's going fucking berserker style. She kills his ass, drinks from him, busts out of her, her cage, and then just starts like taking out all the fucking carnies. But do she's we see like... that all in this sequence or aren't they cutting back to they something keep else? Cutting back and forth because she's um, she's yeah. thinking back at what she just did. She's kind of right. PTSDing hard. Yeah, because she's like in the woods. But again, it, it's like, is it a nightmare or what's going on? Yeah, I figured all that had happened. So when we first see her, she had just finished doing all that. And now she's yeah. like, oh, my God, what did I do? And now we're seeing in her head of what she's reflecting upon what just happened, which is really weird. But I think that's so she's in like full on alcohol induced blackout Daniel mode. Yes, she's like, (laughs) "Fuck, what happened?" (laughs) That's what happens when Daniel listens to a podcast that he's been on. I'm trying to remember what happened the night before. There's three colors of hair in my fucking nails. We'll figure that out later. <laughs> yeah. I know I need a shower and I got to take a shit. Why do I have so. this mannequin with, with with hair on it and blood's coming out under the wig? You can't come to it. I just watched that the other night. Holy shit. Oh, shit. Maniac. Yep. Huh? We covered it. So now she she wakes up out in the woods and uh, yeah, that's that's fun. So now we, we kick back to old uh, Madsen and crew, and they're headed to the carnival to find rain, uh, even while Kagan's making an army. And they're like, why are we doing this? Why are we going out to a carnival to find some broad? Because Kagan, he, he's building up an army, and he's going to uh, ride on our town. Mm-hmm. This is very but matrixy, like, right? Because uh, Vladimir, whatever the hell, Madsen, He's looking for the one. He's like, well, we could try to like get us all our brimstone guys together, or we could find this one person that will like totally yes. make this an easy gig. Yeah, but he's Morpheus. Yeah, he's Morpheus. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh god, a Matrix with with Madsen in it. I'm <laughs> I'm down. Uh, you know what? He could be in that because in that one he would just have to just sit down for the entire scene. Maybe he wouldn't have to do anything. Well, he'd be the Joey Pants character that sells everybody out. Yeah. It would be funny for him to be the yeah. architect guy that just says confusing shit the whole time in his whole scene. Yeah, he's like... Or that mean, fucking we built... French-Belgium guy. Oh, yeah, we, when we built the original Matrix, it was like a utopia. But... No, wait, hold on. That scene uh, in the restaurant with the French drink. guy, instead of the blonde super chick eating the cake, it's Michael mm. Madsen eating the cake. Oh, oh you and he just nuts his you pants. Get, yeah. You get to... <laughs> You get to see the glowing parts of his inside. Uh, yeah. Ew. Uh, nah, I'm cool. I'm cool with this casting. Never Think about mind. it. I did. That's the problem. <laughs> so, uh, so they get to the carnival and it's all fucked up. There's like all these dead bodies everywhere. And uh, they're looking around. They're like, hey, where's uh, Rain or whatever? She's not here anymore. And they just... They're like, ah, well, we got some work to get to. And they just start fucking beheading people it's that are laying on the ground. traumatizing. Like, any of these carnival yeah, people, I get it. They're carnies. And, you know, they're not normal humans. But still. What? Like. <laughs> yeah. What? Damn, I, I, Daniel. What the fuck is up with these hard takes? <laughs> Too bad they don't make conjoined twins anymore. <laughs> I, look, I get it. They're just carnies. 
But it's just kind of rude that they come up and these are their friends and they're just Carny like... people take everybody in, okay? Carny people don't turn yeah, everybody away. Yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> All right, the bearded lady is right next to the damn pier. The application is, what weird shit can you do? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, I just thought it was a little dramatic and like they just start automatically mm-hmm. just cutting heads off and fucking yeah it's like uh can i see yeah. a badge can i see some kind of id what the yeah, fuck who are y'all? Yeah. yeah and again uh how in this movie how exactly do you kill vampires well we're gonna get yeah. it so i've known two carnies in my life uh I know Daniel uh, uh, Daniel Mangala here. He, he's got some fucking ideas. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> about experimentation. I, I and thought you were saying that. And... That was the name of the guy that you knew. <laughs> no, no. So the two carnies I've known. The first one was this guy Mike Runkles, right? And I say that name Runkles because it's just the weirdest fucking last it's fun. name. So imagine if he's your uncle. Uncle Runkle, yeah, he's my drunk Uncle Runkle. Uncle Stiltskin, and he he could be. So uh, this is a dude who like we we'd hang out in high school or whatever, and one day he's like, "Hey Eddie, I'll bet you five bucks I could sniff this uh, horseradish sauce, right?" And I'm like, "Sure, dude, whatever." It's me and a big group of friends, and we were in Arby's. He's like, "I I bet you five bucks I could snort this horseradish sauce." And I'm like, yeah, okay, cool, whatever, man. So he fucking does it. He snorts the horsey sauce at Arby's, right? He's like, fuck yeah, dude, I did it. Where's my five bucks? And I'm like, I'm not going to give you $5. (laughs) I'm like, he's like, what? I'm like, there's no way I'm going to reward this kind of behavior. Like, the punishment (laughs) for what you've just done is that you don't deserve money, Mike. Like, you don't get that? So, uh... That that was Mike, and the other one was this girl Misty, who's uh, uh, took a shower in my friend's house, and, and her vagina smelled so bad we all had to leave. So, <laughs> are you supposed to be proving are... my point wrong, Eddie, or right? Because I'm no, confused. I'm not trying to. I'm Wait, not trying to on. prove. Hold on, hold on, hold on. How okay. many people were in that fucking room when someone? And who was the first okay. person who said, "I can't take this stench"? I have that to was leave. me. So that was me. I have a very, very sensitive nose oh. and, and sense of smell and taste and everything. That's the whole cooking I thing, remember right? you telling me that. Oh, yeah. yeah. So we're in, we're in this house, and Misty comes in, and she's like, uh, can I use your shower? And it's my friend Patton's house. And Patton's like, yeah, sure, you, you can go use a shower. That's cool. So it's me, my friend Patton, Patton's girlfriend, Tracy, and, and uh, I think my friend Dan was there. And uh, uh, their rabbit, Cocaine Whitey, was in there, too. <laughs> It was a black rabbit that just had like a little... Oh, wait, like, that's... All right, good. I was going to say, wait, is that somebody's actual fucking nickname? Cocaine no, Whitey? <laughs> no, 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 no. There was a dude that's nickname was Rabbit, but he wasn't a rabbit. He drove a rabbit, but this is a rabbit whose nickname was Cocaine Whitey because, because it was a black rabbit. Cocaine. It was a black rabbit that had like a little smudge of white under its nose. That's fine. So we're all in there, and then, then Misty starts taking a shower, and uh, to, to give you an idea of the, the layout of this duplex that we were in, um, we're in the living room. You go past the living room's single door in the back of it to get to the kitchen. Then you would have to take a 90-degree left to get to, like, a weird hallway, another 90-degree left. So now it's 180 from the living room to get to the shower. She was in the shower, and the smell crept from the shower. Wow, it went around in- angles. 
to the kitchen and then from the kitchen into the living room where we all were. So I smelled that and I'm like, I, dude, I've got to get out of here. Uh, Patton was like, what? And, and Patton was actually sitting closer to the door and then was like, oh, shit. Patton grabbed the rabbit. And got out. <laughs> the rabbit was dead. <laughs> I love that. And, and the we, we just had to evacuate. So, yeah, her and Runkles left with the carnival one year. And then that was the last we saw well, of them. I'm glad they found so their wait, home. So, wait, was that her thing at the carnival, the world's smelliest pussy? <laughs> the stinkiest twat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> step right up, everybody, and step say the back. woman with the Don't stinkiest Don't step up. Step twat. back. <laughs> Those of you who are younger and have weak constitution, please do not enter the tent. If you can last 10 minutes in the tent, your ticket is free. <laughs> say hello to Lady Stink Clam. Wow, so what a show. We have a lady turning into a gorilla and yeah. a lady cleaning out a house with a smelly pussy. Yep. Yeah, poor girl. I hope she's doing okay. Misty, if you're if you're out there, it's cool. I mean uh, you'll you'll find someone. Get a pap smear. Yeah, you probably have a disease. So yeah, Madsen and crew, they uh, head to the carnival. They just start beheading dead guys and burning them, and they find uh Rain's friend. Who uh, was bit, but survived. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're like, hey, who bit you? And she's like, ah, I don't know. So, a dude or something, like a person. And they're like, okay, couldn't you tell us? Because like we're clearly here to figure that. She's like, no, nah, I'm not going to tell you. And then they just kill her ass, and we get the cool flashback to Rain. Doesn't that her... happen a lot in this movie? People ask people questions, and they just, like, one time they just say, like, no, or I don't know, and bang, that's it, they kill Yeah, them. they don't waste any time. Yeah, yeah. No time. Well, we don't negotiate with terrorists, yeah. Tim. Oh, shit. <laughs> but we get the flashback, and it was actually Rain who ran up and uh, bit her friend. Yeah, her friend snuck up on her and was like, hey, I want to give you a... And she got bit. Yep. Here's a surprise. Oh, and then bit. And it's those so. swords that we see from the game. Yeah. Yep. yep. Yeah, so her little friend gave her those swords, and then she killed her. And that's, yeah. that's rough. And then her friend, true to the end, tried to cover for Rain, but no, nope, she's got murked. And now here's where we cut to my favorite character, Billy Zane. Yep. In a, in, in a great wig. And he's writing a letter. <laughs> or dictating a letter. And he just sounds like an asshole. Like, that's the note that I have. He sounds like an asshole. Yeah, and even... Sounds like he could care two shits less well, about what it is that he's writing. Was, he just has to say something. I was going to say, if you look back at the very start of that scene, because we're just seeing Billy Zane kind of walking through the house, he honestly looks mm-hmm. like he just woke up in this costume and is wondering where he is. Like, he's like, yes. what? What is... Wow, like he's Dave in 2001? Yeah. He's like, what the fuck? Why am I in this shit? Why do I have a wig on? Yeah, like he's uh, uh, Rain waking up in the middle of the forest, or Daniel waking up after the party. <laughs> he's like, where the fuck am I? But yes, his uh, so, dictation in the letter is uh, fantastic. It's he's really phenomenal. he's he steals. Well, he, can you say he steals every scene when he's only in scenes with one other person? Yeah, yeah, you can say that. Yeah, of course. He does yeah, a phenomenal only, job. He's only in the scene with one other fucking person who doesn't say anything, so you can't really steal the scene. But when he's on the screen, he really He shines. gets your attention because you're usually yes. not paying attention very much So in this yeah. movie. True. Very yeah. true. So he's writing a letter to his daughter, basically, 
uh, saying like, hey, you know, I, uh, we're, we're, I'm trying to get some information on this uh, girl or whatever. Something about Brimstone Society. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's one of the last uh, uh, leaders of the Brimstone Society. And he's, he's like, oh, there's like these three artifacts and stuff. And uh, we know they're being guarded in these strongholds of Brimstone. And uh, by the way, you know, if you find anything, you find the girl, let me know, peace. And then he turns his head, no shit, he's a vampire. Dun, dun, dun. Mm-hmm. What a twist. Yeah, who would have thunk it? <laughs> yeah, who would have thunk it? This character that we've like established so much of a relationship with. <laughs> Over the one scene he's been in for 30 seconds. He's a vampire. What a twist. So now we cut back to Rain. I, I have a question about her clothes. The outfit how that she they sticks have out. Uh, no one wears. Uh, well, how it looks like we can see her vagina, right? With the way that the, the pants are cut. And I mean, it also I was looks looking like at her it's face her time Tim, of the month. When it's always looking like it's her time of the month. It looks like it's the time of the month. She has black pants on, and on her crotch, going down each side of her thigh, and the front and the back, is a strike of red. Um, yeah, I don't know, Tim. I was looking at her face and her personality. Yeah, I don't know so. what's wrong with you, Tim. How can you look at her personality? But I will say the whole... F- it's, it's, it's her tits. The whole. <laughs> oh, are they bouncing? Yeah. Okay, good personality. I will say that my girl was noticing, like, oh, this is so 2000s, like early 2000s, because of the, I guess they're the low-rise style of pants that were very popular. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. And uh, she's sporting them all right. But it gives Mm -hmm. you, like, no butt, because it's so low. It's like... Yes. Yeah, it's weird. No girl in this has a fucking ass. Like, yeah. yeah. Okay. You have Michelle Rodriguez in this fucking movie, and she doesn't have an ass. Yeah. But she has That's a, a fantastic British accent, right? <laughs> is, that, is that a British She's accent? She's actually trying. What the fuck that is? She's trying to She's do trying, something. Man. I don't even know what it is, but it's something. Is this before or after her multiple uh, drunk driving arrest? Uh, I think this is after. Yeah. Probably. This is after yeah. Lost, right? When she got kicked off? Maybe. I just... think so, yeah. Lost would have been a little earlier, like 2003, I think. Yeah, that sounds He does look right. kind of hungover through a lot of this. Yeah. She certainly looks lost. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Rain, like, uh, she she dips out and, and she's going to uh, try to help out this family because they're getting attacked by all these vampires. Oh, yeah. And so she runs up and she just starts attacking the vampires and killing them. And and uh, she's like biting them and stabbing them and stuff. And it's pretty cool, like a pretty decent little fight scene. Yeah, it's not bad. Then, yeah, yeah. Then there's like a little girl, and the little girl's like, "Ah, oh, don't kill me." And she's like, "I'm not going to kill you. I'm only here because I want to kill vampires." Okay, why? Don't know why. Yeah, I would want to kill carnies if I was her. Well, the carnies probably gave her. A... <laughs> yeah, wait a second. What the fuck? A vampire's done. To... Well, we know what one vampire's done to her, but. Yeah. Yeah, if anything, yeah, she wanted to wipe out the car. You know, initially I thought the carny blood was so Which according to Daniel would be an okay. Well, thing. I thought the carny blood was mm. so bad that that's why she was tripping out in the woods. Oh shit, it's just like t- too much of that fucking fried food. Yeah, it was right? just fucking mm. with her. But uh yeah, apparently she can just And it's funny because in a lot of vampire um lore, apparently when they drink other vampires' blood, that's not good. But I guess because she's like Blade, she can just suck vampire blood. Wait, doesn't that make them stronger? 
Well, it depends. If you're going with like the Vampire the Masquerade lore, then yeah, it does. Especially if they drink them to death. Mm. And then they... also, wait, Lestat, right? All the Anne Rice books. Yep, yep, and the Anne Rice books. Then you take the power of all of their thralls and 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 all that. Oh, you thing. know what? I'm thinking of the whole shit about how they can't drink dead people. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. what I was thinking about. Okay, okay, cool, cool. Which is that like drinking flat soda? Ugh, it's like drinking a Pepsi after you opened it and let it sit out for thirty seconds. <laughs> No, it's just like drinking a Pepsi. As soon as you opened it, it still sucks. Why does Pepsi go flat so fucking fast? Because it sucks. Yeah. I'm an RC Cola. I'm an RC Cola really? guy. So RC Cola. Yeah, that's made by I'll, Pepsi. But all right, that's not too bad. I'm a ginger ale. Ah, okay. I'll go Diet Coke. Oh, okay. Or I'll go uh, uh, Pepsi Max, which for some reason holds up. What is Pepsi Max like? Well, now it's called Pepsi. One, I think. I don't know. It it used to be called Pepsi Max, and they added like ginseng to it and extra caffeine. Oh, so. ginseng's good for your bing bing. Is it? Uh, that's what I hear. <laughs> that's good. That's good. <laughs> I'll, I'll keep that that's in a, mind. Hey, d- let me tell you, some fucking ginseng costs like fucking five thousand dollars a bottle. Damn. There's no fucking joke. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, I haven't gotten any complaints yet. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh God. Hot so yeah, Rain, Rain rescues the family, and then they're like, "Yeah, well, you know, we're cool. You want to hitch a ride, I guess, in our weird wagon." Yeah. And then they see uh, Tim's back there because he's going to the carnival to see the gorilla lady or whatever. He's excited. And they're having a nice little conversation. Yeah. And we get to a town. And again, it's I think it's the same setting as the first town with the bartender and the stab and the vampire. It, it's cool. Like they have a fair amount of wardrobe going on. Not all of it works well, but it's yeah. Fun. It's like you see nothing but people wearing giant robes and in big cloths and things like that. And then you just see this chick that looks like she came out of Hot Topic or something. Yeah. Very very yeah. different, but. I, obviously, she's supposed to stick out, so it works. You know, the whole the whole thing works. It'd be a fun thing to do to go to uh, like one of those Ren fests, the Renaissance fest, and then oh, you're just I've dressed been to a like a couple of them. It's oh sad. boy, it's sad. And then no, you got to go to one, but you got to dress like you're a time traveler, uh, and just tell them you're from the future. <laughs> yeah, and you're shooting with your laser gun from the future. <laughs> no, you're like uh, the Matrix guy or something. <laughs> So you've got oh, the cool shit, I should have shown up there my fucking duster. Yes. I'm like, yes. I'm not even the major. I'm just from the I'm from the West. I'm Billy the Kid. Yeah, yeah. I you know what? Uh, uh Bill and Ted loaded me. Bill and Ted loaded me up into their thing and then they brought me back here. <laughs> We're all pretending. You're pretending. You I'm know what? pretending. Maybe the one good thing about COVID is that we won't have to see another Renaissance fair for a long, long time. I used to know a guy who made uh, ring mail for people at Renfest. He made a shitload of dude, money dude, doing it. Dude, you do fucking carnies. You know a guy who fucking worked at a fucking Renaissance fair? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let me. Oh, some of that shit was fucking crazy. They literally had like fucking capes at like three or four hundred fucking bucks and like yeah, swords yeah. and all that shit. And then, of course, they had like the really cheap shit for the poor people. But some of that no, shit was this... fucking expensive. This dude, that was his full-time gig, was just making the fucking ring mail armor. Like, he, he was making bank. So, yeah. good on him, man. And but... plenty of winches back then, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. All the broads you could not want to bang. 
And so, wasn't it also, I'm going to steal a line from a great book, Choke, but uh, VD wasn't invented back then, so it was okay to bang without a rubber. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh yeah. So, so we, uh, speaking of banging without rubbers, all the vampires are sniffing Rain out, and she finally finds, like, some broad vampire, and she's like, I'm going to go, I'm going to go make out with this broad vampire for some reason. Yeah, because all of a sudden, Rain, can, when she looks at people, she can see their face morph, and she knows that they're a vampire, but do they know that she can see no, I don't, them as vampires? No, I don't think so. They no, they can't know because otherwise, why would the the lady vampire go into an alley with her? Yeah, why would something stupid happen in this movie? <laughs> yeah, it makes no sense. Nope. So now the lady vampire goes in and she like leans in, like she's gonna make out with her, and like right, I mean, she's going to yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm down. You know, I'm like, all right, we're taking a turn Don't here. Don't kill but... her just yet. See where this is going. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> But no, you've instead... been locked up in a cage. You've only experienced yeah. this one guy with who tried to fucking rape you. See what your horizons can bring you. Right, right. No, she... But now instead, she just feeds off the vampire lady and kills yeah, her. Yeah, it seems like and, just uh... her bite. It's like she's poisonous. Like just her bite just kills. Because she's not. It's not like she yeah, sucks she her... sucks these motherfuckers dry super fast, right? Yeah, I don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I... I don't know what it is, but it's. I don't know if it's the transfer or something. But she just. Kill... Uh, she has a tongue ring. Ah, that's what it is. Mm. It's, the tr- it's like, yep. <laughs> now you know what it is. Is there's so much we have to get to in this movie? We're not going to do anything to stall for runtime <laughs> <laughs> at so, all. Uh, we are in. We're out. She runs into a fortune teller, um, who plays a fortune teller really well. Yeah, because the fortune teller like whispers to her brain. Yeah, the fortune teller is like giving her a psychic fucking signal. Follow me, follow me. Yeah. She gives has all the yeah. answers. She lets her know what the story's gonna be. She has all the right cards to turn over. Oh, yeah. 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 Pretty awesome. She's like, Look, Rain, and it's like, How do you know my name? Well, you're a Dom Fear. How the fuck do you know that? Look, I'm look, bitch. This is a prophecy. Your dad got uh drunk and he raped your mom and that's how you came to be, and then he killed your mom. And it's like, whoa, dude, settle down. Like, hold on here. <laughs> yeah, she has, she has, she's all knowing. She's the Oracle, dude. I'm just yeah. realizing this I is just... the Matrix in Renaissance. Yeah, wait, hold on. What if she didn't know that her mom was raped? That's like some pretty fucking heavy news that just drop on yeah. her. One, two, three. And she hasn't even paid for the fucking card reading yet. What's which left? By, which, by the way, in a world where uh, vampires are so common, Blood Rain, the, the Dom Fear, I mean, that's. That's like almost the second story. Blood Rain, the the rape product. I think that's the first story. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like that's holy shit. She gotta go get therapy. Like oh, yeah, major PTSD there. God damn. And the fortune damn, tellers. Iced tea. The, I know the fortune teller is even like, I sensed you coming. I've been waiting for you. I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, what the hell? Yeah. So. Yeah, so she's like, look, man, you got to go. There's this dude, Kagan. He's your dad, and, and uh, he sucks. He's the most powerful vampire in in the world. Why? Because um, everybody says so. Well, it's like Babe Ruth. Everybody had his, his uh, trading card, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like, everybody knew about him. He's cool. He's like a celebrity. So she's like, I know you want to get revenge. You should go get revenge. He's like in a big castle, though. So what you got to do is you got to go find an eye. Yeah. What? Oh, okay. Cool. Did she say I thought find she called it eye. a talisman. No. See, here's the thing. No. I, does she say talisman? Or does she just say eye? 
the eye of something. Oh, okay. Each of these three things we find out is going to grant whichever vampire has it a special ability. One is going to yes. be they won't be affected by holy water. They won't be mm-hmm. affected by sunlight. What the, mm-hmm. what the fuck is the third one? Crosses. They won't be affected by oh, crosses. Oh, okay. So crosses. So okay. I guess if you're a vampire and you had those things, that would be something that'd be pretty valuable because then you would be blade, right? You're basically you basically do whatever immortal. the fuck you want. Yeah, you could day and night do whatever the hell you want. You don't yeah. have to worry about anybody splashing water on you. You don't have right. to worry about sunlight. So let's just say, let's say you're going to have a castle. And you're gonna have a bunch of women in it hanging around. You wouldn't have to worry about putting fucking windows in it. Yeah. No, you're just cool. Yeah. Yeah. You could just do whatever the fuck you want. You're, you're immortal. Yeah. You're God at that point. So yeah, these are yeah. pretty important things. So it would yeah. be important for but that. We don't know that. We don't right. know what the this eyeball does yet. When she the for, does the no, fortune teller's no, like, no, oh, no. it brings great power, but I right. don't really know what the fuck power it is. Yeah, I'm only psychic and... to a point. And it's a good thing that Kagan sent out spies because there's a spy vampire hanging out around the corner and he hears it. So the fortune teller is pretty good at predicting the future. And but too not, good at projecting her voice. Yeah, and not knowing that there's like another vampire just chilling around. Yeah, the her corner. intuition isn't that enhanced, I guess. But uh, what are you going to do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, one of the best David Letterman bits from the old time when he used to be on Channel 4. Mm-hmm. Was he called up a fucking psychic because they had to fly with you get one free question, and yeah. she answers the phone. And he goes, "Oh hi, is this a psychic?" And she says, "Yes." He goes, "Was that my free question?" <laughs> <laughs> fucking Letterman used to be the funniest motherfucker ever. Oh, oh man! Shit. Oh god, the, will it float? Was such a great segment. <laughs> that and just fucking dropping shit off the fucking roof. Oh god! Oh, it's that. like the simplest fucking things in the world. It was like holy fucking shit! I can't believe I'm watching somebody drop a fucking watermelon and then a fucking typewriter off a roof. Good times. Yep. One of my inspirations, David Letterman. Mm. That guy was great, man. And uh, so we're back to so, horse yeah. riding uh, near the Carpathian <laughs> oh, wait. Mountains. Uh, horse riding. Wait, what part are we up to? I just you, you completely threw my timeline off. I don't know which horse riding you're talking about. Well, yeah, because it does come up 19 times. <laughs> Uh, no, this is the horse riding where the spy returns back to Kagan to let him know uh, what's going on. Mm-hmm. And he tells his men, look, you need to follow Rain. Let her get the eye, right? It's the old Indiana Jones yeah. thing. I have it written down, the same fucking thing that's in all of his movies. Yeah, go go follow her ass. And when she gets the eye, you kill her. Or kill her before she gets it. Right, right. Either way, let her is find, fine. I think I have, I have written down loosely. Let her find it or let her try to find it. Kill her. Yeah, either uh, way. Can I have some more clear notes? What the fuck? Either way, kill her. That's the one note that we have. Kill yeah. her. Okay, I'm sure they're going Sounds to kill like a plan. her. And then we see the three amigos up on the hill and they're, they're scoping out, back to your horse riding, <laughs> that Rain like runs across this field. And then 30 fucking people are I right just looked at my her. next page and note that says, cuts to horse riding. Told you. Yeah. And so they're like, ah, yeah, you see, uh, there's rain. And, uh, yep, clearly it's a problem because Kagan's got a bunch of people following her. Let's follow them. Yeah. So yeah. cool. So, all right. So here we have Kagan who is following blood rain. Well, rain. And now we blood have, rain. all right, rain. And now we have our heroic duo. Was it the trio still? No, it's the duo, right? So now the... they're like, hey, we don't have to find Brain. Let's just use Brain. these guys to find Rain for us. Yeah. They doubled up on it. Yeah. 
So they're they're all following her ass, and she goes to some monastery, and uh, she's like, "Look, man, I'm like all homeless or whatever, and I need uh, money or food or something. I just need to stay somewhere for the night." Yep, it works. And they're like, "That's cool. Sit down, and immediately here's like a big blob of boiled potatoes." Yeah, they got that shit ready for her, don't they? Yeah. yeah. Look and they open too. up the door pretty quick as soon as she yeah. gets there. Like, bang, yeah. there's the, the door is opening up. It's almost like right on cue. Yeah, and, like prophecy. Uh, yeah, yeah. So she's chilling out. She's having her potatoes or whatever. I don't think she eats them because she's a, a dumb fear. I don't know that rule. Yeah, wait. What does she eat? Does she? Can she eat blood? Can she drink blood and eat food at the same time? I think she only uses blood, I thought. Yeah, I, I don't know. They, they never get like to her actually eating. Yeah. Although she's at a few dinner scenes, so yeah, there is a there's know. a line where she says where the the um, Tom Brady invites her to dinner, and she's like, "Nah, y'all oh, aren't yeah. serving anything I want," or you know, or something like that. So yeah, I don't think I would enjoy your food. Yeah. And it's like, well, look, I'm trying to be cordial, you bitch. <laughs> but whatever. Yeah, but that sucks when you go when you have to go to a restaurant with a bunch of people and it's the food you really don't like. You don't want to eat Greek food, and but there you are at a Greek restaurant with a bunch of people. What the fuck are you gonna do? By the way, this is not a big fan of Greek food, Tim. <laughs> uh, the one time I almost got arrested was because of Greek food, but that's a story for another day. Okay. Patreon, okay. bloodybits.com, Patreon, Patreon. Yeah, something this like is that. when we see Dragonetti from Blade, and I'm like, how could you not make him a vampire in this movie? He... Yes, <laughs> damn it. Oh my god! No, instead it's just some random ass yeah, monk. monk. Yeah, lame. And then uh, oh, uh, this this gets gross to me. It it does get very gross. So she's like laying in some like horse stall or something with like a, a dog shit pillow, and she wakes up because she hears some voices, and she's like, "Well, I, I guess I woke up because of voices, so I'm, I should probably sneak around in the night." <laughs> Yep, smart move. Yeah. Well, so she starts you hear voices, sneaking. it's always a good idea to listen. It's a monastery. It's going to yeah. be pretty quiet, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quiet as monks. Yeah. That's the old expression. Uh, so she's wandering around, and she's like, ah, there's some voices down here where there's this weird door. And we see somebody's following her ass. We don't know who it is yet. But she goes down the weird door, and there's, like, the blob, I guess, from the Marvel comics. Uh, Taking a Pizza nap. the Hut's cousin. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> no, he looks yeah. like fucking Tyrant from um, Resident Evil, doesn't it? He doesn't look good. Mm. Toxic Avenger. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Terrifying. Holy shit. He he's like if Toxic Avenger got a little bit of the toxic waste uh, uh, from RoboCop on him. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a uh, he definitely does. He's extra melty. Look extra melty, but. For as melty as this son of a bitch looks, she takes her blade out, and instead of just killing this giant fucking monster person, she gets her blade just to see the cross on his neck. And, oh, because she needs right. it as a key. Yeah, because there's like a recessed hole in the wall that looks like a cross. But it's like she's wearing a cross necklace. I was just going to say that, Eddie. Why not try your cross yeah, first? And it's see if really that weird. It looks just like, like hers. Hmm. Why would my friend just out of the blue give me a cross and tell me it's going to protect me? And now he has a cross-shaped thing that I'm supposed to put into. Let's try that before trying to attack the fucking blob from Yeah, Toxic I will say um, Pizza Toxic Avenger yeah, Robocop blob moves very fast for being 
Yeah. That big. This guy's like crazy bread. <laughs> He's not even pizza. He just looks like doughy. Crazy bread. <laughs> Damn, no, what's a crazy bread? Plus, like, bread. what? What the fuck is the 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 lock mechanism on on this thing? I, I feel like you could just push it in with your finger. Yeah, you know what if I? Mean? Just, uh, no, it's just soap. Well, yeah, if right. You, had... you just get a big brick of soap and just push it as hard as you can. It's gonna make the yeah. if you had, uh, fill out if the you had Nickelodeon's floam, you could just kind of mold it in. Floam, yeah, floam would probably oh, do the job. <laughs> so yeah, she she goes over and she attacks old uh, crazy bread the hut. Uh, garlic roll the hut. I don't know. Whatever the Garlic fuck. roll. You're just making me hungry now. And just starts like beating the piss yeah, out man, of him. Fucking garlic. Sounds great right now, dude. Oh, he, I'll be back whip... in like 20 minutes. <laughs> All right. No problem. So she, he whips out this big fucking hammer. Yeah, that's dope. And <laughs> it's a pretty cool hammer. No, this fucking weapon sucks. Why? Are you it's crazy? Too heavy to yield or... Yeah, exactly. It's just one of these things where wield? you gotta fucking swing it, and if you miss, it takes like fucking twenty seconds to get it back up off the ground and swing it again. Yeah. Okay, you're clearly somebody who's never manned hammer playing uh, uh, Monster Hunter World. Uh, this is just what I'm getting from you, Tim. Uh, no, I've always preferred to have the agility over having the strength on there. Okay, so you're one of those like twin blades guys. Gotcha. Jumping around is much harder to get hit. Gotcha. Understand so you're just, where you're, you're coming just a from. tank that's aggroing the It just the takes less boss. skill to use something like that than someone that you're only going to get so many hits, and there's la- you know you, there's a little bit of time where you're vulnerable, so it takes more skill to be able to kill someone, but less amount of hits, right? So at least I don't know. That's a little bit I know about <laughs> what y'all are talking about. <laughs> or I guess insect glaive, maybe one of those. You should play Monster Hunter World as a fun game. I'll give it a whirl. So. The, yeah, we we knock like the, Is it the on hammer Xbox? because uh, if I had that brand new Xbox, I would definitely play it. Oh yeah, well, uh, you know what? I actually heard that the uh, um, GameStop in my town—they're barely ever open, but they they have some in stock. I think I might swing by tomorrow and pick one up if I have some time. Wow, It'd be great if like we got a free one for the show, right? Yeah, that'd be cool. But I don't know. I might not. I, like, I have a pretty good PC. I don't know. I'm like 50-50 on it. Nobody I know is like even really trying to get one or anything. So who cares? <laughs> it's just the point to having it. Yeah. I might get one, but I probably won't even play with it for a while. So anyhow, uh, she knocks the hammer out of the dude's hand, and, and then gets he gets like a spike clubby thing. You see, this is a much better weapon, isn't it? Yes. Oh, this is a great weapon. The nail bat or whatever. It's a lot faster, and one shot of that anywhere is going to just take her right out. Yeah, yeah. But he doesn't take her out. Instead, she just smushes his head. Yeah, it's very interesting. He's got this thing with uh, smushing heads, doesn't he? Yeah, Uva Bull's got a thing with smushing heads and practical effects for smushing heads. And it's kind of cool. Like, it's yeah, kind of great. I, uh, hey, look, yeah. if you, he's ACDC, right? He's got that one thing, and everybody wants yep. to see it, and he does it well. You've got that one baseline. Yeah, I honestly right? think he created this monster just for the effect of seeing the head squash, like get squashed. Yeah, so. that's right. Maybe yeah. like in the uh, video game, this is like a tiny head motherfucker. Yeah, it's just like a little skinny. Maybe. Oh, make it big. <laughs> oh, you know what it reminds me of is the, the monster that busts out of the wall in Army of Darkness in, in the well. Oh, yeah, yeah. <sighs> or how about the guy that's on the fucking cover of Bad Taste? That's yes, right. yes. That, yeah, absolutely. And kind of like I said before, like Dan Aykroyd from Nothing But Trouble. 
<laughs> yeah, with the dick nose. So then she goes into this room, and all of a sudden you hear Jigsaw come onto the TV screen. Because she's yeah, in a Jigsaw trap. Yeah, sure do. <laughs> it's the spinning blade trap in here is so stupid. Oh, yeah. So she, like, takes a step in, and then these blades just... And it's really bad CGI. Yeah, it looks like very she's video like, game. Huh, interesting. So she throws one of her swords up into the ceiling. And then she throws her other sword into the wall. Yeah. She's like, all right, now I've got the pattern down. Mm-hmm. And and she does the uh, the ladies from Jay and Silent Bob strike back, flipping through the laser uh, room. I thing. would have much preferred the Captain Zeta-Jones scene from, what the hell was that movie? Um, uh, Bird on a Wire. Ah, uh, come on. Uh, romancing Sean Connery, the stone, the, where the whole thing was just her going on the, the laser wires. <laughs> I don't remember the name, dude. Clerks too. Good. Look it up, youngins. Look it up. It wasn't good. Yeah, I guarantee it. It wasn't good. Entrapment. No, it wasn't good. But the whole thing was built around a scene where Catherine Zeta Jones had her ass up in the air, di- trying to get underneath lasers. Yeah. That was the whole selling point of the movie. Face down, booty up, baby. Yeah. So, yeah, we get into this right, video Tim. game scene. All right, whatever. All right. Wrong tangent. No, no, I'm with you. Okay. It's uh, Entrapment. It is everybody. Entrapment, though. You he should go right. watch I, I... Entrapment. Yes, I think. Yeah. It's a good so, scene. She Kung Fu flips over and gets the, the box. And this is like the stupidest trap. So she lifts the box up and then water starts bubbling up from under the box. Holy right? water. Holy water. The door shuts, and okay, we we learn that the eye that's inside of this box, a vampire can absorb it into their body, and then they are immune to holy water. Yeah, guess so what's the what's the trap going to consist of? Guess holy what water. kind? Yeah, guess what kind of a trap doesn't work? <laughs> One that happens after they get the eye. Like what the fuck is? Yeah. Anyhow, it's well, no, a good... wait, hold on, no, wait, hold on, because later on we find out the world's most powerful vampire does not just absorb these artifacts; he has to do a special ceremony. Well, so yeah. I think because of her being a damp fear, a damp fire, whatever damp the fuck fear. she is, she's damp down there. <laughs> that it just magically absorbs into her. So normally, oh. a vampire would go in there, have it, and then. Before they could absorb it, because they haven't done the ceremony yet, the Holy Water would come out and kill them. That's co-hosting the business right here. That's, Thank you very yeah. much. Yeah, very pro, Damn too. You know what? I, think, I think you might be right. I think that might be what Uva Ball was getting to. And you know what? It's handy that she threw the sword into the ceiling. Because she just, like, kick flips off of the one that's in the wall and hangs upside down where, while, while it's filling up full of Holy Water. It's like, oh, that's that's a good yeah, move. Yeah, that's like, when the eye goes into her. Yeah, she opens up the box upside down, and it doesn't fall out or anything, and absorbs the eye into her body, and then now she's got two different eyes, and that's kind of cool. That was fun, yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, she got that then, David Bowie thing mm-hmm. going. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, she just like knows, I guess, that the water won't hurt her anymore. Doesn't she fall? The sword yeah, comes the sword out, loosens like, up. Falls out. Then she finds out that the yeah, water is involved. Yeah, that's okay right. Now. And then one of the monks just opens the door. And yeah, he's Frenchy. Like, Let's get the hell out of yep. here. And they're like, we're... So, 
they they take her into a room and they're explaining to her, look, there's these three artifacts, an eye, a rib, and a heart. They all belong to this cool vampire, and they make vampires immune to holy water, sunlight, and crosses. It's our order's job to protect the uh, eye, and now that you've absorbed it, you you can't leave because you're the eye that we have to protect. Holy shit, the monastery is getting attacked. <laughs> yeah, how did they find this monastery? Oh, they followed her, remember? But how did they follow her? On horses. Okay. Remember? They were following her on horses. I remember then... horses. How do you forget horses riding in this after you've seen this movie one time? You'll never yeah. stop thinking about horses riding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they were following her, and then uh, uh, Michael Madsen was following them on his horse from up on the hill. So, yeah, whatever. They're, they they start attacking the monastery. And they're like, well, I know we told you you can't leave, but here's your swords and stuff. So uh, now we're going to have one of these great battle, scene. great battle yeah. scenes. And you know who the best part of all the battle scenes is? Cold Chamber guy. Rain. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. She, her martial arts, dude. She is so good. She turns around a lot. And she like whips her hair a bunch, but she still hesitates. It's it's some of the worst yeah. choreography I've ever seen. It doesn't help that her weapons are crazy awkward. Like they just yeah. look awkward to fight with, and it just doesn't come natural. Yeah, it looks like you could kill yourself more than you yeah. would kill anybody else swinging those I'd things. Like around, cut right? my own freaking face off. I'm like, yeah, they really try to well, focus always... on some of the gore to distract us. Well, that's always like the thing with lightsabers, you know, is <laughs> like you imagine somebody actually has a lightsaber. The first thing they're going to do is cut their fucking oh, leg yeah. off. Well, no, here's the question I have is how does the lightsaber know when to stop going up? Shouldn't that thing just go there, straight up? I can up? tell you, Tim, there is an answer out there because oh, yes. I know there's an answer out there and I probably just really yeah, set myself up. You can up look it up and uh... you can find it, but they are engineered and built it, a specific way for those purposes. No, it has to do with the concentration of midichlorians. Can you make yourself a laser? Uh, oh, maybe that's a light knife instead of a lightsaber yeah you could probably yeah you can make like a little dagger how come in all the star wars movies and tv shows there's never been a light knife well there are there isn't there someone has one where it's the lightsaber but then two little daggers coming off the side oh yeah that's kylo ren what do you mean i don't remember i don't watch it that much (laughs) i haven't really seen the new ones bro i just sort of ignored it yeah i'm sure they they don't have little knives in that series of movies i've never watched (laughs) I uh, saw the originals, so, like I mean, but I got maybe I saw it in a trailer uh, or something. I don't know, man. But it's some nerd ass shit. You should be watching Blood Rain. Yeah, man. So yeah, that's where it's at. That's where it's at. <laughs> Expand universe. By the right way, the there, fight boy. scene is still going on, guys. While we've been talking, it's still going watching. on. Yep. Oh, that's good. That's good. And uh, yeah, she's doing a good job. But you know what? It makes sense that she's hesitating and she's not that trained because she was a carny. Remember what she needs is like a, a end of the second act training montage. So hopefully oh, that will come up. Oh shit! Wow. We also this get some very two steps. We get ahead. some very nice Michael Madsen uh, lazy Steven Seagal fighting. <laughs> oh man, Jesus Christ! Does he actually do do anything? Except he like, kind of just swings like... his weird cross of Lorraine sword a couple of times, but it's always shot from like over his shoulder. Yeah. So who knows what he's he's like hitting a pad. I don't know. They throw a guy off of the, the building and that's pretty cool looking. Oh, yeah, I remember that. that uh, and then a guy gets stabbed in his face. I remember that. That was pretty yeah, cool. That was cool too. That she stabs a dude in the face, right? 
with their yes. little thing. Yes. What do you, I don't even know what you call those things, but it's a curry. Um, curry. So uh, doesn't matter. <laughs> Anyhow, hairdo punches Rain in the stomach and notch, knocks her out. Yes, one punch. Does he punch her in the stomach or does he punch her in the face? I think it's the stomach. We'll have to. We'll defer to Daniel. It's coming up pretty soon when the bass player from Coal Chamber punches her. Baldy. Baldy, yeah. He decides to shave his head in a pattern of male pattern baldness. <laughs> sort of. It's like a cross between that and some shit that Dennis Rodman might be doing now. Uh, no. Even Dennis Rodman wouldn't pull this fucking hair cut. Yeah. He'd get put in jail in North Korea. Yeah, yeah, true. So now we see one of the monks, though, had the cool little red brimstone amulet on the ground, and they uh, they take a note from him. Well, and, no, Michelle Rodriguez takes a note. Well, Michelle Rodriguez does, yes. So I'm wondering, I want to get one of these brimstone amulets. They're pretty cool. Ah, next year, Patreon. <laughs> yeah. So now uh, we cut to Kagan, and uh, he feeds off of what might be an underaged girl. Might be. Might be? What do you mean, I, might I feel like be? they miss an opportunity, because I think what, I, uh, what really bothers me about this movie is they don't really give Ben Kingsley a lot to do. He's just like, I'm the bad guy, I wear wigs, and I kill people. This would have been fun for yeah. him to kind of... Oh, no, this is definitely, this is something like you're getting $30,000 a day, guaranteed at least, you know, one day of shooting, and they did everything in Pretty one much. day. Pretty much. Because he doesn't fucking move Yeah, he's sitting all. down. Like, we have not really seen him stand yet. Um, and that's why no. that's why I said what would have been better thing with this movie is instead of making him the world's most powerful vampire, make him where all right he used to be the world's most powerful vampire, but he's woken up now, and to get his strength back, he needs these three yeah amulets. comeback story, and that's why you're seeing him sitting in the fucking chair for most of the movie because yeah. he doesn't have the strength to do anything. Yeah, yet. that would be better. Well, plus the underage girl has to help him up out of the chair too, so it makes sense. Like that all yeah, tracks. That would have been great. Uh, but oh. like I said, I just wish like he had talked, had some dialogue. Maybe he, you know, does something, and it would have been even cool if he's asking her about her her childhood or getting to know like just like something like that and then just kills her out of nowhere in it he's gonna be like hopping and bopping around he's you're right he's gotta have some like little attitude or something because all he does is come up to her kill her bada bing bada boom yeah yeah it's like no don't be afraid of me it's cool i'm not a bad (laughs) guy yeah (laughs) so lame ah well anyhow the bad guys have rain and they make a uh pit stop at meatloaf's joint And meatloaf's joint, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, not the best. <laughs> if you have to stay anywhere in this movie, I mean, this is the spot. Yeah, yeah this is the bordello the place. Yeah, so you've got meatloaf uh, a day, and he's uh, chilled out. I forget his character's name. It's really stupid. And uh, he's, like, just chilled out in a cool, like, luxury pile of pillows. And there's a lot of naked broads over there with him. <laughs> A lot, like a and, uh, like eight or something. Yeah, and so here's a fun fact about this movie: they were initially going to get actresses to do this, but the actresses like wanted to be paid to be naked. So instead, Uva Bowles like, you know what? Why don't we just get a bunch of Romanian prostitutes? Get the fuck out of here for yeah. real. So those yeah, are actual Romanian. So these broads are all whores. So he said to them, "Okay." I'm not going to pay you to be in this movie. However, 
you will be around a ton of fucking horny guys who are more than willing to pay you 50 euros a pop. No, I'm sure he paid them to be in the movie. It's just like paying an actress to be naked in a movie and have a meatloaf rub their nipple. It's something else, yeah. They're like, look, $800. And he's like, I can get some whores to do that for 50 bucks. Believe me, I know. It's probably less than that, Also, we have to remember, this is 2000 meatloaf, not 1977 meatloaf. Yeah, this is bad out of hell, meatloaf too. Had no problem. I, it doesn't matter what year you're talking about meatloaf. It's all kind of not great. But uh, yeah, this meatloaf. Oof. Excuse me. Meatloaf a day. <laughs> yeah. Okay. His name, he's titled as Meatloaf a day. Well, in this movie, his name is Leonid. The vampire. Leonid. And Donatello and Raphael. <laughs> <laughs> he ate them. <laughs> he ate their souls. Yeah, he does look like he fucking he's ate the huge. other Ninja Turtles. Like man. everyone, I thought he's I a thought big he boy. was wearing more like a, a bigger suit to make him look bigger. Uh, but I think that's how big he is. No, he's wearing a skinny suit. And I'm in a corset. He's giant, mm-hmm. big old wig. He had the breast reduction after Fight Club, but he's still a big dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, that's right, Bob. Oh, yeah, my yeah. God. So uh, Bob rubs whore tits, and then uh, it turns out they're, like, in this weird orgy dome. I don't know what the fuck is going on. There's people, like, fucking and sucking. Well, I have written down, uh, what a waste of blood. Because it appears that the way they're filling up the chalices of blood is that they just randomly slash people who are chained up and let the blood pour into the cup. Put big containers under them, and then just dip, have a little ladle. And then dipped it. Yeah. Am I going to say that fucking Danzig actually had a better fucking setup for collecting blood in that fucking movie? What the hell was it? Uh, Veronica? Veronica. Yeah. And you know what? You're right, Tim. It's almost like this is some weird, excessive, hedonistic, Bacchanalian place. Rather than a very, like, Nazi, all right angles, just run with perfect efficiency spot. Okay. So you think... So you yeah, think so. it just adds to their hedonistic uh, culture? Of yeah, like, it's excess, man. It's like, we who could get cares? Another human. It's the 60s. Yeah, it's not a big deal. Yeah. Oh, you know, yeah, you know what it is? It's like when you bought a fucking bag of weed and you had like an ounce. And you're like, when you get to the first part of the ounce, you're like, eh, you know, there's too much fucking stem on this shit. Fuck it. I'm not going to pick it all off. And you throw it away. Yeah. But then when you get to the end of the fucking ounce, and you're like, oh shit, I better fucking pull every single leaf off I can over that fucking stem. I think it's because yeah. I think the, if the blood sits, it, I think blood just doesn't taste great pretty immediately. Like It goes flat. Yeah, you gotta it drink is. it right out the spout. Yeah. So if you shook up a human before a vampire drank it, would it fuck up the blood? No, because we're not carbonated. <laughs> They wouldn't, like, spray in their face. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. You're like, look, I got some old stabs you could eat or something. That's like well, scraping the here's a Here's a little uh, glimpse into my past. I used to love doing that to my grandmother on the weekends. You'd feed your grandma scabs? No, 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 You'd no. That was just for Thanksgiving. Just shake the beers up. She'd still open the them up. up. <laughs> oh so here's a pro tip by the way guys well when your woman's getting on your nerves go through the kitchen and tighten up every jar as tight as you can oh then she needs you yeah yeah <laughs> it's like look bitch i don't know man uh i guess i could help you with the pickles maybe <laughs> but now you got to talk to me don't you yeah 
<laughs> now who's so high and mighty with your being right about social issues? Oh, God, uh, this show. Gotta love it. You all right there, Daniel? Yeah, yeah, I'm doing good, man. Just... <laughs> That's cool. I got to check in with you every once in a while. I'm just man. enjoying. I'm just sitting back enjoying this. That's Daniel's good. Like I'm not married yet, so I got to calm down with this <laughs> talk. Gotcha. <laughs> so yeah, they're, they're all having uh, fucking and sucking with their big hot juicy dicks and stuff, and uh, all of a sudden our I didn't heroes. See that. Well, I mean, you have to assume they got the big, uh, hot, juicy dicks if they're fucking. See, no, see, I think maybe the trade-off with being a vampire is you get a tiny dick. Ooh. Because you're going to live forever. And do vampires really fuck? I mean, it's I mean, always implied with the, you know, the penetration of the neck and the drinking, the blood. It's very sensuous and everything. But do vampires really fuck? Well, I think Meatloaf does because when he when they bring Blood Rain in, or Rain in, he's like, yeah, you should probably leave her here. I'm going mm-hmm. I'm to... I don't know. Maybe he just like... Uh, Eats ass or something? No, I think he just goes down on her once a month. Oh, oh, it's like being married. Bump bump. And Kano doesn't want. Uh, doesn't want to. Kano. <laughs> Kano. Kano's oh shit! He the... does look like a motherfucker from uh, Mortal he Kombat, does, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah. Or Kratos? I'll give you either. He doesn't want to leave her. No, he needs more muscle mass for yeah, Kratos. He needs yeah, more muscle here, but yeah, he's like, no, you can't keep her here, like. I guess because he knows how important she is, and Meatloaf is not having yeah. it. No, nah, Meatloaf's like, look, man, you're in my joint. This is mine now. Uh, yeah, by the way, you have to. You can't touch her. She's meant for Kragen. I don't see yeah. Kragen here right now. Yeah. yeah. Like, by the way, everybody sees him, and uh, so then a little fight pops off, and our three heroes pop in, and they're all fighting too. And we we get we uh, you know killing people and stuff like we do in these movies. Yeah, because they have to go through like know. the layer of bordello sex. Yeah, they just sneak right in. Past Nobody everybody. pays attention. Nobody pays any attention to these guys who dress up like cowboys. Yeah, because they're all too busy fucking and sucking, Damn. dude. Like, oh, see, they're not paying attention to what's yeah. going on, yeah. and see, it's that downfall. Yeah, that ends up being Drunk their downfall. They remember that, rich people. And remember that, guys. And so then we get we get to the center of there. There's meatloaf, and then they just sunlight him. They just start busting all the windows. <sighs> I got a problem, man. Come on. If you're a fucking vampire, mm-hmm. do you put windows anywhere in your fucking house? Aren't you in, like, the fucking basement or, like, at least in the fucking second level with no windows? I think it's, like, a. Mm. I think it's a big baller move. Like, look at me. I can have windows because I'm not worried about oh. dying because I'm so powerful. Mm. Yeah, but still, it's kind of like, all right, look at me. I'm playing Russian roulette every single day. Well, it's like how all the Bond villains are just like, I'm not even going to fucking kill you. I could shoot you in the head, but instead... I'm going to tell you. I'll just, like, leave you in here after you know what my yeah, plan is. Yeah, I'll talk is. to you a stupid move, right? Yeah, it's Blowfield's exactly. parlor shoot them in the head. If you're going to go through a whole thing of building a fucking laser up to cut his fucking balls and dick off, yeah. Why not stay and watch it? I know. I know. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you, man. If you build the laser to cut a dick off, you should stick around. Like it's, Is it like you've cut like so show. many dicks off with the laser? It's like, eh, been there, done that. I don't need There's to like see a new it. bond every week, basically. It's like, I don't know, man. Oh, Mr. Bind. Oh, Mr. Don. Uh, 007, 008, 009, whatever. 
So I know they sunlight the shit out of Meatloaf, and he turns into a skeleton with a bunch of ashes Skinniest and stuff. he's ever been. Skinniest? Yeah, he's in good shape. <laughs> and that's why he did the movie. He's like, oh, I can't be skinny. No, he did the movie because he got to play with a bunch of broads' titties. Uh, yeah, that's right, because he went... For, did he? This is before or after Fight Club. This is after Fight Club. So he went from having the titties to play with to being able yeah. to play with the titties. It's yeah. true. You, 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 coveting starts at home, man. So they uh, they get on a boat. They they get that they get rain. They get on the boat, and here's where they're explaining how like, well, we're gonna take you to Brimstone. It's one of the last of our holdouts. We're good guys. I guess that's just what our alignment is. We're not vampires, and we're good guys. Uh, and by the way, you can cross water, I guess, because you're a dumb fear. You're not a vampire. So it's important to know that, that uh, vampires can't cross running water. Yes. Or wear crosses. Or wear crosses, which she is also doing. So she's got the eye that helps her with the holy water. I guess she doesn't need the rib or whatever because, like, the cross thing clearly isn't a problem. Yeah. That wasn't a thing right away. Yeah, so... that's right. So, uh, well, yeah, because at that point, doesn't uh, Ben Kingsley already have the rib? Yeah, he's already got the rib. So it's a push. Yeah. So, but like, I don't like. And have we established she can't be out in daylight yet? Uh, they sort of did because. Wait, yeah, because isn't there a scene where they're riding with her on the horse and they have her covered up? Yeah, See, wait, I... because when. Bald motherfucker from some ever whatever Kano. heavy metal mm-hmm. fucking group. Yeah. Kane Kranos <laughs> is taking it to Meatloaf. He has her wrapped up in like a fucking burlap bag. Right, but he also says it's be that, that could be just to, to, to hide her identity. But he also um, says he needs shelter and he needs shelter because it's becoming daytime because right. a little but bit remember, later on when our trio shows up or our duo at this point, they use the sunlight to kill Meatloaf. But remember that he is a vampire too. So Ooh. he, uh, Kratos. He's not Kratos a vampire. Kratos is one of his humans. He's not? Um, no, oh, he's a right. thrall. He's a thrall. Yeah, That's, he's a bitch ass. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, yeah, I guess he can't be in the sunlight. Whatever. <laughs> Some shit like that. Doesn't so, matter. All those years of law of having to be in a cellar, having to be in a coffin with your own dirt. No, you just need a sack. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, just throw a bag yeah, over right. them. Whatever. So, yeah. Uh, yeah we... I've, I've been that kind of drunk where it's been. Throw a bag over oh, <laughs> Throw a bag over her. I don't give a damn. <laughs> so we bring her back to the hold. And uh, they're like, all right, we're going to lock you up. And she's like, I'm kind of used to that by now. But whatever. Because most of this movie is just spent with her being taken places and being locked up. Yeah. Uh, yes, that's right. Yeah, And again, like I said, well, they obviously they made a sequel, so this is the. Setup. They made two sequels. There's three parts of this fucking. There thing? are three. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know what's crazy too, Eddie? Is let me tell you. Uh, I texted Daniel before mm-hmm. we did the show. I was like, "Hey, you know what? Let's fuck with Eddie and let's pretend that we like this movie." Yeah. And Daniel's like, "Hey, I'm in." Uh-huh. We couldn't even do it. 
<laughs> yeah. Right? Uh, How long did this bit last? Uh, Not even like fucking three seconds into the thing, we're already fucking shit talking the yeah. fucking movie. Uh, it's like, hey, you you know fuckers. What? Let's do a reverse Super Troopers. We're like, hey, no, that, no this what the movie's fuck really good. What the about? hell's wrong with you, Eddie? Damn, it's really Look, fucking good. First of all, Super Troopers is a good movie. Second of all, I don't know if this is as bad as you guys are saying it is. No, here's what's crazy is because there is a good movie here at the bone. Okay? Yes. And I think what fucking hobbles this movie is having Michael Madsen, Michelle Rodriguez, and Ben Kingsley in this movie. Yeah. Put some yeah. decent fucking actors in it. Change, like I said, make it where he's not the most powerful vampire, where he used to be, and he's trying to get back yeah. to that, and that's why you gotta stop him. Instead yeah. of where everybody, at one point in this movie, when everything is said is done, Ben Kingsley knows where all these fucking artifacts are. But he yeah. doesn't get them until it's almost the 11th fucking 12th hour. Yeah. 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 That's pretty I will say, bad. I noticed that the one thing I kind of like is that they they went with the whole when they turn into a vampire, they kind of look like a demon, demonic type monster thing. That's kind of yes. fun. Yes. That's a that's good a, move. That's, that's good. Yes. That's that sets apart a little bit from every other little vampire Dustal movie Donnie, and everything but... like that. That's how she can spot them is they look like a little bit of a demon. And there is potential for this fucking movie. Yeah, but I'm gonna I'm gonna watch the sequel. It's I bet it's past. Uh, when I read the fucking sequel synopsis, where it's fucking Midwest, the fucking Old West with Billy the Kid. Yeah. Holy fucking <laughs> shit! And the third one <laughs> is that's got to be worth a watch. The third one's finally her taking out Nazis. Because that's it? where you. Because yes. that's where the movie isn't that where the video game is where she's yes. doing Nazis. Yeah, she's doing. She's fucking Nazis. <laughs> Uh, and that's well, that's why Nazis. Daniel uh, signed up for this old Daniel Mangala here with his experimentations <laughs> on twins and fucking I'm carny folk. And, yeah, no, it's cool. So, can we just skip to the sex Which part? One? Nothing happens, and then there's a sex it's, scene, right? <laughs> So there's Operation Paperclip. No, so uh, we... <laughs> Wait, we... at some point I have written down Horsey Ride. Yeah, that's, that's the Horsey Ride. And then, so she's like, look, we're locking you up because we don't trust you. She's like, look, man, I, I only thirst for vampires. I don't want to kill humans. And at this point, she saved fucking Mullet's life. Yes, she saved all of their fucking lives repeatedly. Yeah. Like, oh my god. So she's like, look, I'll just hang out. I'll like, do you have like rats or something? I'll drink their fucking blood. I don't care. Yeah, she's a cheap date. She really is, dude. That That's a very, you could take her ass to Subway and get some, some pussy. Like, she's fine. Oh, she's down. Yeah. If anybody I mean, goes to Subway, they're ready to eat rat meat. Or at least rat shit. To be fair, yeah. And mullet guy, he doesn't even have to get her Subway. He just has to tell her about his dead family. Yeah, he's like, hey, I'm like you. <laughs> kind of. Yeah, so she, yeah. she's like, yeah, my, my dad raped my mom, and now I want revenge. So they let her out, and this is the training montage I was talking about, folks. Because she sucks at fighting. So she's got to learn to fight to earn her swords back. And we know that she's finished the training montage and knows how to fight. Because we cut to the woods from uh, the the House of the Dead in the dark, and she's flipping around in there and looking <laughs> cool and throwing her swords. Yeah, it's a, she learns fast. Yeah, she has her cool, 
It's basically like uh, at the end of a fight in in Street Fighter when when you see the the kind of splash screen yeah. of the oh, fighter like shit. That's right. Way, yeah. You see that special the, moves. Not to take too much of a step back, but when she's talking about her mom getting raped and killed, when Ben mm-hmm. Kingsley comes back to try to, he basically comes back oh, to find yeah. her. And and he ends up killing yes. the mom because the the mom hides her. Here we go How again. Are you, you are this the most powerful fucking vampire in the whole universe, and you can't find a kid hiding behind a little hidey hole in a room. You can't find her where well, she can see you, but you can't so see her. So fucking stupid. And here's well, the other thing too: is here he goes. Tell me where she is. There is no girl. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna bite you and kill you right fucking now, bitch. That's well, it. Would have been cool. There is no girl. Like, he didn't know that, that he had yeah, a kid. Yeah, it's so weird. It would have been cool. And does he go around fucking raping women over and does... over again and then coming back six to years later? Um, do, do you know how many Dom fears there are? Like, yeah. this is this is some, like, Will Chamberlain <laughs> level shit, but for vampires. Oh, my God. Ben Kingsley versus Will Creating Chamberlain. his own enemy, man. Oof. Like, he's he's... Putting himself in danger by not using protection. Yeah, he's yeah. Cre- he's going around purposely having sex with women. When as purposely. far as we know, vampires don't have sex with people, okay? Well, he they does. They might hint at it. They might be two guys sucking each other's necks off, whatever. But we never see vampires actually fucking. Well, we and do. He's we going see around. a dumb fear fuck. Well, that's not a vampire. Yeah, and he's true. going around fucking women to create the one thing that could destroy him yeah, and fuck up his weird. plans. Anyway, I just wanted to mention that. That Dude. bothered me. No, he's no, that's, fucking, that's yeah, a good point. He just point. can't keep it in his pants. To be fair, though, Tim, if somebody came up to you when you were like 13 and was like, listen, don't ever fuck because your kid is going to kill you. Would you just be like, well, I guess I'm uh, going to be a monk. <laughs> Uh, no, I'd just be like, hey, you know what? I'm going to marry a Greek girl and just tell her not to roll over. <laughs> oh. Jesus. <laughs> Tim's going hard against yeah. the Greeks, man. Let me tell you. Hey, if you're going to do it, you better do it. I'm kind of liking the Romanians, though. That's true. Oh, they seem like a yeah. very nice people. Yeah, they're having a good time in this movie, too. Yeah. So I like that he hired the locals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not bad, <laughs> not bad. <laughs> I wonder how he found those prostitutes. <laughs> he just had them in his fucking phone book. I'll ask him. Oh my god, that's the question. I'm oh Daniel. Oh shit. Yes, shit. Eddie. So that's that one of is mine. the fucking question. I'm adding it to the list. All how right, did you so... find those prostitutes? And what happened to those prostitutes after they were done shooting? What how many did of they them stay did around? What happened? Uh, is yeah. anybody married to one of them? What's up? <laughs> Uh, oh god! Well, if he married one, oh wow. yeah. Anyhow, what was so she... uh, Bill Macy's uh, character in uh, Boogie Nights? Whatever your equivalent. Was oh at. god! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my wife? Where Where is she? <laughs> She's doing a UA Bowl movie. Uh yeah. I'm here for the gang bang. Yeah. Anyhow, so they they uh, she busts one of her friend's swords, and then that makes her remember her friend, and she gets all sad. Yeah. And Matson's like, yeah. She's like, ah, you know what? Friend. Her friend gave us some knockoff fucking swords that were only supposed to be used for ceremonies and not yeah, for Matson's actual fighting. Like, but for <laughs> candles. Matson's like, I know, I know a guy. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, they're for candles. <laughs> they only take, they only blow up candles. <laughs> yeah, yeah Matson's like, it's cool. I know a guy. <laughs> All right, now, can we talk about Madsen? Because his fucking yeah. line deliveries is, like, just... I think all of it's ADR, right? Yeah. Because a lot of it, when he's talking, is they're either on horseback riding, which is, like, what, 
40% of this fucking movie, it seems. About, yeah. Conservatively. Yeah, because when you said you had to take your notes last night, I said, I'm going to save you time. Just write down horseback yeah, riding. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly, like, Lord of the Rings came out, and they're like, if we have people traveling a bunch, then the movie feels larger and epic. And you'll yes. see that if you watch his uh, uh, Dungeon Siege movie. Ooh. Oh, Anyhow. Man. Burt Reynolds is in it, by the way. It could be a mustachio. Oh, yeah, it could be. Oh, no, no, no. I think, uh, I don't know if it's come out yet, depending on when this drops, but uh, I think Burt Reynolds has already been on the Mustachio podcast here recently, uh, hasn't yeah, he? Yeah, uh, we might need a little break from Burt. Just for a little bit. Okay. Just for a little oh, bit. Yeah, please. He'll come back around. So, yeah, no, I think you're right. I think the ADR, all of his lines, the, his delivery is rough, and he's clearly, like you said, he's drunk the whole time. Like, his face looks yeah. drunk. Like, and he's. Why give them these accents? Why not well, just fucking Madsen's do just like speaking. how so many movies are done where they start off where the Nazis in movies, how many times they start off speaking German and then they just go into well, fucking English. And that would have been much better. I'm like for a thousand movie. percent sure Madsen's just speaking Madsen, right? Like, I don't think he's making a voice, right? No, I think yeah. he's just doing Madsen from Kill Bill yeah. 2 and just trying to do just Shakespeare. Doing that shit. Well, that's what makes it so funny is he's not he's saying Sometimes he's saying those kind of words that would be like in the Shakespeare movie, but he's just saying it in his Madsen voice, and that's what makes it so hilarious to hear him say those lines. <laughs> yeah, and it's like stilted too, where it's like, that woman is trying yeah. to kill us, and she deserves her revenge. But it plays good in Kill Bill. It doesn't play no, good in fucking Vampire Medieval Time. But uh, anyway... Uh... Now you're just making me want Madsen in like Romeo and Juliet. Oh my god! I would say Madsen in doing every Shakespeare play imaginable as the star. Yep. Yeah. Oh, that'd be so good. It's just like, uh, but soft <clears throat> through light. Uh, what yonder window breaks? <laughs> it is the east, and Juliet is the sun. Arise, fair sun, and. Uh, Excuse me. Uh, kill the envious moon. Good stuff. Like you know what? Cut. That's perfect. Uh, Nailed no, it. How about uh, where he played? Oh, no, I'm gonna fuck this up because I'm like three, four beers in and a couple of volcano bags in. Uh, what was that Shakespeare movie with uh, Anthony Hopkins, Titus, Titus Andronicus? Yeah, sure. Based on Shakespeare, where? All right. Well, forget that tangent. No, Tim, it probably was. Titus and Dragonus. It's exactly like Titus that. Yes, that's right. With Titus, where you couldn't it's, tell if he was a woman or a, a man. It's starring uh, Christopher Titus, the comedian from the Titus Pat. show. And <laughs> Pat, yes. <laughs> Julia Stiles. What's her name? No, wait. I, I think he means Pat from Saturday Night Live. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pat, I'm trying to remember Julia Sweeney. Yeah, Julia yes, that's, that's right. Yes. By the way, guys, that's a spoiler for you. Pat was a girl uh, that I actually saw her uh, in another sketch. It's Julia Sweeney. So Pat's a yeah. girl. We finally yeah. figured it out. Yeah. Oh, so so uh, Tom Brady comes in and gives her some linens. So Tom Brady's chilling. Yeah, he's like, uh, hey, I heard you were uh, sad, so here's some clothing. And for the life of me, I can't tell the difference between the fucking yeah. outfits. Well, no, no, hold on. She never puts those clothes on. 
Oh. No, because he asks her at the dinner later, like, how you liking the new clothes? And she's like, yeah, they're cool. No, no, that just means, how did you like the fuck? Oh, uh, how'd you like the dick? Because yeah. she gets Here we down. go, everybody. What, uh, what's the time um, marker on this? Sorry, 5149. You 51 fucking write it down. 49, and he just fucking just rails her ass well, out. Well, she rails him. No, no, no. She's railing him. Yeah. What are you talking about? No, he that's just fucking true. pinned yeah. up against yeah. the fucking It uh, honestly sounds cage. like it's it's Tom Brady's first time because he sounds it's like his moans are kind of like also shocked, like, oh, whoa. Uh. Whoa, Hi. wait a second. That's what it feels like when it gets wet. <laughs> oh, this is not how the donkeys feel. Oh, I've been fucking sawdust. Ben Shapiro could... told me that this can't happen. <laughs> oh, that's right. You should go to a doctor. They actually were able to get in yeah. a nipple lick, which you don't see very often in theatrical releases. Yeah, you did. You, you, she whips out her titty, he, he uh, licks the nipple, and then she came back to be in another one of his movies in uh, uh, Dungeon Siege. So she clearly was okay with all of this. The and the, the sex scene does go for a bit. I think it goes uh, ends like somewhere around like fifty two forty something. Like, yeah. wait, did it did it end or did you? <laughs> so, sexier sex scene: fucking against the bars in Blood Rain or fucking against the tree in Nail Gun Massacre. Oh, well, no. Oh, this... I gotta go with the tree. I'm an environmentalist, you don't baby. have splinters up your ass. I go with the tree. Gotta you gotta go, go with, the, with tree. the tree? You want splinters and fucking ants all over your fucking <laughs> ass. Pain or pleasure? This one, the worst thing you gotta worry about is a rust stain, which, hey, if you've ever looked at your underwear, it might be there, right? <laughs> nah, Daniel's gotta go natural, oh, yeah. baby. Hey, Bob. <laughs> I like the feeling of ants on my balls. Like tickle uh, a thousand things. So then uh, we're at lunchtime. <laughs> we're at lunchtime. And yeah, they're bitching because they don't have enough food. And there's some like little whiny yeah, boy. What is up with this thing? How do they not have enough food? They grow food. It's like. Are we under the impression this is like maybe like thousand year old fucking order of people who've been protecting the earth from vampires? And it's the brimstone society. But yeah, and they're, they they're don't have enough like fucking some... food. They have Island? no way of getting it? Plant some fucking corn or something, you dumb shit. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, I think... But no, they don't... It seems like they only use it as an excuse to look like they're weakening under the leadership. It's like just an excuse. Oh, but yeah. But now, yeah. who's the leader of this thing? Because uh, at Madsen. one point... La- no, 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 hold on. At one point later on the movie, there's somebody else who pops up that we've never seen before who would seem that maybe she is the leader. Of this fucking group. Uh, okay. All right. You don't remember when Michelle Rodriguez gives some woman an ultimatum? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, that's and why true. would she be talking to that woman if she's just some fucking random woman? Yeah, that's a very good question. And then we don't have a name for the woman either, so that's no, good. No, we don't yeah, even whole... know who she is. She's in the movie literally the like whole... 20 seconds, and she's like, hey, accept what's going on, or you're going to die, and your kids are going to die, and then she's dead. Yeah, Brimstone is yeah. not very well-defined as an organization to us in this film. Yeah. Maybe they're a bunch of fucking commies. Yeah. Maybe that's what it is. And that's it's why they don't commie. have any food. Their little amulet's red. It's mm. a bunch of commies. Yeah, if it was a commune, then they would have had some food, because they would have been farming and doing all the other stuff. Yeah. No, at least Mullet Boy would have gotten laid before, so he wouldn't have been, like, fucking shocked by vampire exactly. pussy. Well, Dom Fear pussy. But oh, anyhow. Shit. Damn so... down there, pussy. <laughs> so anyhow, um, 
Yeah, it seems like uh, Catherine, by the way, is pissed off because little nerd-ass kids like, hey, I want to see your teeth. And, and she's like, I thought people were going to be at range. Like, I thought people were going to be afraid. And Madsen's got the line. No, they're only afraid of things they don't understand. Yeah, okay. Here's, again, it's, it's a whole group of people built and grown a society around killing vampires. Right. And now here is somebody who is, for all intents and purposes, a vampire in their midst. And the right. kids want to see her show their teeth. And when she does it, it's oh, yeah. it's a big joke. Yeah. But that that's part of the reason why uh, Catherine or whatever is pissed off is because it's like, you brought one of them fucking in here? Like, what, what are we doing? You know? Yeah. It's, you know, it's against nature. Makes sense. Now we get to the political part yeah, the, of the Pray that vampire away. Yeah. Yeah. Go to vampire uh, conversion camp. But, yeah. But that's right. Those, Mike Pence. Those, those don't really work, though. No, they don't. That's called torture. So now we, we uh, kick out to uh, Kagan, and he's fucking pissed off. And he's like, all right, you got to send scouts out all over the place to find Brimstone. And I'm just like, why didn't he do this to begin with? Like, he knew there was another Brimstone thing. That's why I said that's Ben Kingsley knows where every fucking thing is, but he doesn't do anything until it's too late. Yeah. So, uh, is this yeah. where don't we end up back with Billy Zane? <laughs> yes. No. Wait. No. Before Billy Zane, I have written down girl fight. Yeah. Well, there's the duel, right? So uh, first we see that, that <laughs> it's Rain duel. is <laughs> that just boop, done. Yep. So so Rain's like dueling with whiny boy that she just fucked, and they're having a little fun, kind of back and forth. And then Catherine's like, "Hey, I'll duel you too," and and. They like are kind of mean to each other in the duel. Yeah. Where, where uh, Cap- yeah, because here's where we find out that uh, Michelle Rodriguez's father was a great general in Brimstone until he got kicked out because mm-hmm. he became a vampire. Yes. But my loyalties lie with the people who are against my father and want to kill his kind. Pretty much. Exactly. Yeah. Pretty much. And so. Maybe that's why she doesn't really like Rain being here, because it's like, why are we accepting this vampire, but not my father, who was the baller-ass general who became a vampire? It's yeah, a little the, gray Yeah, she said that her father disappeared, and nobody knows where he is. Yeah, except she does. Yeah. Because we cut back to Billy Zane, and <laughs> this is such a great line. Like, this scene is so fucking dope, Daniel. <laughs> oh, yeah, I like this scene. This is good, yes. <laughs> Again, the best parts of the movies when fucking yeah, Billy Zane totally. So he's just like chilling out in his cool chair and he's like writing something. And somebody that just off scene, so off the screen, somebody throws a head at him. <laughs> and it's like, here you go. It's a gift from Kagan. And he didn't hear this person enter the room, didn't see him, didn't nah. notice it or anything at all with all his vampire skills. I think he's ignoring the person. I think he's being a dick. <laughs> like, man, I'm doing some shit. Can you come back? Oh, it's like when your boss calls you into his office and he's writing shit down. Yeah, oh, sit hold down on. a second. And then it zooms out and we see uh, Kano. <laughs> well, well, no, it's, yeah, it's Kano. And Kano throws like a letter at him. <laughs> And Billy Zane just looks up and he says, hey, can you stop throwing <laughs> yeah. things at me? Yeah, will you please stop throwing things at me? <laughs> yeah, that's so, it's so great. Fucking Billy Zane's the best. these kind of, like, so, uh, pretentious assholes so well. I don't even, it's just, it's some talent of his. It's fantastic. 
Yeah, really is. He's phenomenal in Titanic. He's in the best role of his as fucking yeah. Demon Knight. He's so good in Demon Knight. Yeah, so oh my god. So yeah, it's Kagan's bitch boy, like you said, Kratos or whatever. And uh, he's like, look, man, you need to, to, he tells Zane, he's like, you got to tell me where Brimstone is, because I know you know where Brimstone is. You know everything. And instead, Billy Zane's like, nah, man, how about instead, why don't you and me, we'll turn against Kagan, mm-hmm. right? And then uh, we we can join forces and, and uh, we'll add a little color to the leadership of Brim- Brimstone, if you know what I mean. Yeah, what does he mean? Uh, I don't know. Adding vampires into Brimstone, I guess. That changes up the the landscape, maybe. Uh, I thought he was talking about Michelle Rodriguez. No, she's already oh, in Brimstone, right. so that's cool. I think Billy Zane was hitting on her. A little bit. Oh, uh, maybe, maybe. We okay. don't know. I'm Billy Zane. That's Ben Kingsley. Which one would you rather I- do? But Kratos isn't having it. He's like, no, I'm loyal to uh, no. the old man with the wig. Yeah, Kagan. Yeah, it's like, nah, man, ain't gonna happen. Peace. So, this is the point where we split the party. Rain, Madsen, and Whiny Boy. They they're gonna go back to town to uh, go to the butcher's joint. Because Madsen's like, look, we gotta we gotta gear up for the coming war, right? It's gonna be very important that we go out and we get a bunch of equipment because there's gonna be a big war. And we want to make sure that we're equipped for the big war that's about to happen. Yeah, so we need the big scene where everybody's getting their guns and getting their weapons, so here we are. Yeah, but all he gets is he gets, like, grenades from China because of black powder. Uh, uh yeah. And <laughs> these fucking grenades, they look like what you would put on a St. Bernard rescue dog. Oh, yeah. With just a fuse <laughs> on them, and that's it. <laughs> Like little brandy barrels, or they look it's like just a little fuse. barrel with a fuse on it. That's it. Or you know what? They look like if you went to like uh, uh, Trader Joe's or Whole Foods, and there's like some bougie, like bitch ass fucking beer company that's got some sort of a bourbon barrel aged stout that they're selling for fucking nineteen dollars, and it's in some stupid can that looks like a barrel. Yeah. That's what this totally shit looks does. like. So they get some uh, holy water flasks too, and then the 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 piece de resistance is new, new swords, swords for her. Yes, for rain, and they just kind of look like the old swords. Yeah. Uh, a little bit more shiny, aren't they? They're a little more polished to them, but not. We don't see a bunch of them. So, and uh, they, it cuts to uh, Michelle Rodriguez looking in a. She's looking, and she sees that there's a whole army coming through right around that same time. Yeah, oh think... yeah, yeah. So yes. while okay. it is hit the fan. Go. Go ahead. Yeah, so it would be nice if they would be back with all the equipment they were getting for the war already. <laughs> Seems like bad timing. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, Matson looks like the kind of guy that waits uh he's ah, we'll get those weapons tomorrow. Yeah, but so is yeah. Ben Kingsley. He knows what all true. the shit is. They know Billy Zane is a vampire, right? Yes. Yeah. Bald guy from seventies metal fucking heaven uh not metal, uh a metal band. Knows that Billy Zane knows where the fucking brimstone place is, but this is the first time they're asking him. Yeah, it seems like a bad plan. Yeah, this is like who's going to be the slightly less competent group, and then they'll win. <laughs> yeah, it's who's going to less procrastinate yeah. to the last possible second. And 
Oof. Yeah, and I mean the money's always against Madsen. Yeah, I really <laughs> like that. So they come back with their new weapons, all ready to fight, and they find the guy that's dying from brimstone, and and he's like obviously yeah. really fucked up and bleeding all over the place. And Tom Brady's like, I think I have some cloth to mend his wounds. Or yes. And, yeah. All right. Back to my earlier point. Here's the scene where the two of them, we see the guy riding in on the boat. He gets up on land. He passes out. Right. We don't know who this guy is, what's going no. on with him, what his story is. Then we see the scene with our three heroes coming in. Michelle Rodriguez and Mullet Guy are on the horse, but Michael Madsen is walking next to his horse. The scene stops because they see the guy's body and the two other people jump off the horses and run towards the body. And this is where, exactly, I saw this and I was like, Michael Madsen was like, I'm not getting on the horse and then jumping off and running. Yeah. So I'm going to be walking my fucking horse while these two are riding yep. a horse. Yeah. Cutting corners. Yeah. Saving, he's saving energy for the so battle, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. When he's going up the it's stairs. a lot of work. The it's final those, battle. Those stairs are a lot of work back then, man. It's a lot, <laughs> lot going Makes on, dizzy. buddy. That kind of drunk? Holy fucking shit, he's got to be dizzy <laughs> oh, going God, on the spiral staircases. Spirals. <laughs> <laughs> There's no handrails and shit? Like, he's in trouble, oh, man. Oh, fucking vertigo. Yeah. So, he, so yeah, the fucking dying dude's out there. He's like, look, man, don't go to Brimstone. Like, everybody's dead. Uh so, so whiny boy's like, all right, I'm going to go tell Madsen, I guess. Rain, you hang out here with Dying Dude. And then Dying Dude's like, by the way, it was uh, Catherine. She's the bad guy. She did it. Yeah, he tells her when there's nobody else around to witness yeah. what he's yeah. going on. What's he and then, and then he dies. And then they get back and, and they're like, uh, did the guy tell you anything else? And she's like, nah, it's probably nothing. Anyhow, let's go take a nap. Yeah, she just wanted him to so, just wanted him to go to sleep. <laughs> so, so now we're all taking a nap, right? And Rain's like, "All right, cool. While they're asleep, I'm going to sneak back to Brimstone." Well, is this the part where it cuts back to Michelle Rodriguez giving that woman that we were talking about before the ultimatum? Yes, yes. So that's true. So yeah, she's like, "Look, man, we're we're going to let them do their thing." Uh and uh, uh, you need to chill or you all are going to die, basically. <laughs> like, that's so stupid. So, again, who is the leader of this group? I think maybe this girl might have been, like, the leader of their military-ish force. She's dressed in regular clothes. She's not dressed in, like, a military yeah, outfit or anything. All right, then maybe she was, like, the comptroller. <laughs> oh, the that's comptroller. it. comptroller? Yeah. She got in on that off-year election. Yeah, she's the union boss out there. She's like, look, man, I don't fucking know. They don't They don't even give her a name, Tim. Like, what do you want from me? <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm just trying to figure out what's going on with this movie. I don't know. It's exposition is what's going on. And the poor lady, the all she's able to do is lift up her sword straight in the air instead of actually killing yeah. Michelle Rodriguez. She's like... Here's all my vulnerable spots. <laughs> so Rodriguez just stabs her really yeah. quick. Like barely even moves fast. It doesn't oh, doesn't Brady. really work too well for her. Oh, God. So uh the range tries to sneak oh, off at night. Her. And then whiny whiny boy follows her and is like, Look, you're not gonna go without me. And she's like, you know what? Everybody around me just fucking dies and it sucks. So I'm just going to go myself, and it's because it's all my fault. And he's like, all right, cool. Well, I guess, you know, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, I already banged you. It, plus, it's so, not yeah. like he can stop her. You know, he... he... Candy, well, 
One punch knocks her out. <laughs> That's very true. Yeah, you just punch her in the stomach, apparently. <laughs> Maybe she she keeps like a little and bird instead... in her pocket that she can bite to get a little blood, and then that makes her like stronger and shit. Oh, that's a good idea. Just have like a rat in her pocket. Yeah, that's like a Crispin Glover in, in Willard. She's just got like a, a fucking Winston or whatever. <laughs> she just her, takes her. a little nibble from every time. Willard. Oh man. Yeah, she's gonna take a little nibble Power off of Ben. So, <laughs> so now he's like, all right. Well, we should probably trade necklaces then instead. So here's my necklace. It just means you're a member of Brimstone. And she's like, that's cool. Here's my necklace. It, it's going to protect you because you're a bitch ass and you need to be protected. Trade. Even though you're the one going on the suicide mission, you should just keep the cross necklace. But does she need it? Does it ever I, come into play, the I cross, at all? Does anybody know really. Ben Kingsley, the no, cross? No, it doesn't come into play at all. It could have, but she, she doesn't keep it on. Yeah. And I don't know if they did that on purpose. Yeah. And so that way they wouldn't even have to worry about any of that shit. And here's the thing I've always wondered about vampires. Does okay. it have to be a real cross? Or can you just, like, take your two fingers and make the sign of a cross and that's it? Or take, like, two knives or a sword and make the sign of a cross and fuck up a vampire? I'm trying to remember the movie where the guy holds up two pieces of wood in the form of a cross and the vampire just this, knocks it away. Is it that? Is wait. Apparently, if, apparently cool if you Night have Stalker? the faith and you truly believe, it can be anything as long as it... We know that from Some Salem's like Lot. that, right? Yes, that's yeah. true. So, yes. so it could be your technically two as long, yeah, yeah. If you believe, it could be two naked dudes crossing their dicks together to that scare might a vampire. Be a vampire in multiple ways, <laughs> I mean, depending on the depending on the <laughs> how big it the vampire. Is. That takes a fair amount of orchestration, though, Tim. You gotta hey, find when two push gay comes dudes, shove, gotta... if we can't do anything else, if our hands are tied up and we're naked, hey guys, what are we, we gonna were... do? And if, hard. If it, was, it came down to the count, well, guys. I'm more than happy to cross swords with you all if it means we keep some vampires away. So. All right, there we go. That's our next move. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm getting bit. Like, uh... <laughs> sorry. Oh, like, yeah, yours looks like an anteater. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm not doing any gay shit, and then I just get bit. <laughs> And it's like, nah, that's good. He's homophobic. He should it's, fucking die. If you have to survive, it's okay. What are you going to do? Yeah. Oh, uh, so speaking of survival, we, uh, we're we trying to find the heart now because apparently she can hear the heart because she's back in Brimstone and everybody's dead. Yeah, she's whenever like, she gets close to these artifacts, she can start hearing. Yeah, they do little whispering yeah, stuff. That's very convenient. So she's going, uh, she's like, oh, I found a cave. And she goes into the cave, and there's a, a stupid, like, pool at the bottom mm -hmm. of the cave where Catherine's got three followers with her, and they're all looking for the heart. Yep. And she's like, look, man, we had to sacrifice the town, just like you sacrifice animals to gods and stuff. You know, it's cool. We do that. Uh, and I want to get this heart so I can give it to my dad. And it's like, Ooh, at oh. this point now, we know it's Billy Zane. Yeah, it's like, oh, gee, daddy issues, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, she, uh, she's a turncoat yeah. hardcore, dude. Yeah, she's not a very yeah, good girl. And, uh, she dies in the water, great swimmer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah under, I have written down underwater girl. Yeah. Though. This is pretty good, man. This is, uh, uh, she gets, she stabs Rain, and, and then uh, they kind of wrestle to get out of the water because Catherine's got the fucking box. And then uh, Don't just... they both have boxes? What? You're so stupid. Go ahead. 
You're so stupid. <laughs> Hold on. By the way, in these type of scenes, I feel like I can't breathe because I'm like, how the fuck are they holding their breath? You know, I have always done that when I see movies where people on the ward, I try to hold my breath. You hold as your long. breath, yeah. <laughs> they're like, wait a second. All right. Like, these people are amphibians. Dead, like, how the hell are they doing that? <laughs> no, no. So they, they get out and, and uh, she she snaps her fucking neck and it's so good. She just snaps Catherine's neck just and then like, well, there's a neck here and I got stabbed. So uh, she just yeah, has just a little kind of heal herself up pretty quick. Because, yeah, like, you know, she only picks sick in half and sucking it dry. Yeah, yeah. She drains all Because yeah. uh, we haven't seen her vampire and, um, face in a little while. She looks up like at the camera for no yeah. reason. Like, <laughs> With a little bit like of a kinda, Yeah, it's her vampire face or okay. whatever she's called, the doppelganger. Yeah, whatever. Dom Fear. That's yeah. a D face. <laughs> <laughs> when she's getting the D, that's the face she needs. She's been yep. defaced. Hey, but, but it's funny because, like, again, she's feeding off of a human. Like, this whole, like, oh, I only want to feed on vampires and shit. Like, whatever. It's just whatever's convenient <laughs> yes, for yes. you. She's. Yeah, That's rats, cool. lambs, people, vampires, doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah, whatever. You know, sometimes you gotta uh, go to AMPM and get a hot dog, you man. You, you're hungry. Some uh, great horseback riding after this scene. Back to the fucking horseback uh, I have ridden down more fucking Those Carpathian horses. Mountains, oh, man, they go quite a ways. They it takes time. I mean, look, man, you need a mode of transportation. You know what's funny though? If this was like a Fast and the Furious movie or the Transporter or whatever, the cars riding around a different place to place, you'd be in. Yeah, it'd it. be a little more fun. Uh, yeah, but horses. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, she's not gonna have a Porsche. Like well, horses what? at long fucking shots. We're not even seeing like these horses running up close or anything like that. Where you can see like the fucking power of this animal running. Yeah, it's you very long, long wide shots, shots sweeping shots, and so you just don't yeah. get any. Well, because there's no way you're getting fucking Michael Madsen yeah. to do that. Oh, shit. On the no, shaking, he'd no. throw up so quick. He's like, "I'm dizzy." Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> okay, so who would you rather oh, see on taint. the horse, Michael Madsen or Meatloaf? Oh fuck, naked. I I go Madsen. <laughs> oh. Yeah, you gotta go yeah. Madsen. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Can look at that. <laughs> I'd be sick of seeing him. Uh, God. God damn it, Tim. Uh, Why am I here? Come on. You know no, what you were getting? That's, that's a good one. That's a very good pun. Uh, so, <laughs> fucking Rain rides the horse back to Kagan's joint and is like, hey, I want to see my dad and give him the heart. Yes, yeah, like, I surrender. Wait, wait a minute. This isn't a good plan. Because you're two of the three artifacts. Like, you've got the heart, you've got the eye. She kind of forgot about the eye, didn't she? I guess. And at this point, like, what's the threat? Like, what does he fucking have on her that well, she's trying to get away? Well, we haven't mentioned is that every other vampire can see that she has the eye. Yes, that's true. But again, okay, Catherine's dead. She doesn't know where her two friends are, but presumably, uh, who who knows? The entire town is of Brimstone's fucking yeah, dead. Yeah, at this point, she knows that Brimstone is completely wiped out because yeah. of her. So absorb the heart, get more powerful, and then like sneak in at night and fucking kill the guy. But no, she's like, or nah, sneak gonna... in during the day because you have the heart. Which one is the one that gives you the fucking daytime power? Uh, is it the heart, heart of the rip? The rib is for crosses. 
Okay, so, so if she eats the fucking heart, she can just go in during the fucking day, wipe out his fucking thralls, feed on their fucking blood, yeah. and then kill Ben Kingsley while he's sleeping. Yeah. Wouldn't that have been great? Nah. Instead, she's like, I'm going to br- just give him the heart. Yeah, yeah so, I surrender. That's it. Whatever. Brings it over there, and uh, they're like, okay, cool. Uh, we'll We'll totally take the heart, man. And she's like, but I want to meet with him because... You know, it's a revenge thing. She's got to yep. get her revenge. But now they just lock her ass in the dungeon. So again, we've got her locked up. <laughs> another dungeon. Cool. Another dungeon. Another this her poor, locked This up poor again. woman has been in cages her whole freaking life. Like It's like this movie is besieged geez. with cages. Mm-hmm. They should have, honestly, Nicolas Cage in this movie would have been great. This wow. should have been Dungeon Siege with all the dungeons. <laughs> Then, so then you would have, uh, oh, yeah, then yeah. you would have definitely had to have, um, what's his name, um, from Under Siege, <laughs> Jason Stratham, Jason Stratham from Under Jason Siege, Strath- yeah, no, Gary, uh, Gary Busey, Busey. <laughs> Steven Seagal, you would have, you would have to have Steven Seagal in yeah, here, Seagal, oh my God, Steven Seagal and Michael, that's Madsen too much, in a cop action oh, movie God. together. Are they buddies or are they against each other? Buddies at first. Uh, no, they're together, but they're both in a coma. I think it's like, <laughs> oh yeah, and Perfect. it all takes place in their dreams. <laughs> yeah, the, at the very end of the movie, it has like it zooms out and it's just them in comas next to each other, just kind of shaking their heads or shaking a little, and they've just been experiencing this <laughs> through a coma. Or it's like the yeah. cell. They're on some Ooh, kind of machine. Yeah. yeah, that'd be fun. Great fucking movie, by the way. Oh, it's like The Matrix. <laughs> so you've just got them both thinking that they're the one, but it's just the machines are like, the powers of their fucking egos can power yep. us forever. <laughs> All we have to do is make Seagal think he can flip people with by their wrist. <laughs> and that he can beat everybody up by sitting down. Yeah. Oh, God. So anyhow... Sebastian, uh, that's whiny dude, and, and uh, Madsen are outside, and they're like, look, we we know how we have to get in here to go rescue Rain. So I guess they just, like, throw the bomb at the wall. Yeah, here's what I have is I have, first I have written more horses, then I have mm-hmm. she gives up, and then I have they give up. Yeah. That's they the throw... solution. Everybody, yeah, get, this is how you get yeah, in. Yeah, you get just in by surrender. getting cut. Yeah. So they throw a bomb at a wall, and then they just kind of fatly swing a sword around, and he gets locked up with her. And then they're all like, oh, hey, now we're all together in the prison. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. And uh, she's great she, plan. She tells him, she's like, listen, I'm probably going to die uh, because apparently Kagan's already got the heart in the rib, and he's gonna he's doing a ritual now. So he no, can... no, no, no. Ball guy comes down and oh, he yeah, gives yeah. him a little bit of shit. Uh, and I don't know, is it Madsen or uh, fucking Mullet that spits in his face? Yeah, Mullet spits in his face. Okay, and then he turns right around. He's talking to Rain and he's like, and you, you just get ready for the ceremony. And she's like, yes. I know nothing of a ceremony. I'm like, why the fuck would you know anything <laughs> about a ceremony? It's got nothing. Yeah, no, they're gonna, we're going to take your eye out. And I guess your soul... Uh, well, no, Michael Matt. after the bald guy leaves, she says, what's going on with the ceremony? And Michael Matt's like, it's an yeah. old myth. They have to remove the eye from you. But the so- thing is, they're going to take your soul. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So she's like, I don't know if I signed up for all this. 
But uh, now nah, it's too late because they just come down and, and open up her cell door and they're like, all right, tie your hands together. And again, what fucking powers does she have? She None. At any point, does she show super strength or fucking super, super jumping ability or anything at all? Well, to be fair, none of the other vampires do either. No, they... So what's the fucking point of being a vampire, then? You just can't fucking stay You get to, Well, the, the point is you get to live forever, I think. But it's also kind of like a curse. Yeah, don't you need certain things to help you keep uh, the live I'm forever? I'm checking my notes here. Uh, no, none of the vampires in this That's live true. forever. Maybe... maybe wh- there was there was there was a few die. that hid behind walls when she was around and she didn't see that they were vampires with her they live eyeballs. Yeah. I don't know. I mean Meatloaf had a pretty good life for a while. Yeah, it he seems was pretty doing good, okay. Tim. I don't yeah, know. Not bad. I think yeah. Considering and it seems like if you're a vampire you automatically become rich. Like you don't see homeless like, you know, vampires begging for money. Well, don't you just have to save like a thousand dollars a yeah, year? Yeah, you would you you could um honestly yeah, you'd be fine. Like you just take all the shit from the people that you fucking kill, right? Now I got a diamond yeah. ring. Now well, I got this apartment. Now I got gig. this car. <laughs> this is a car. Well, <laughs> thinking in the future. I and now I got horse. this carriage. Look at this cool watch I got on. <laughs> yeah, holy shit! I killed some motherfucker from the future. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, they they take her up. They're tying her down to do the ritual, and. This this is one of my favorite scenes ever. We come back down to the dungeon, right? Oh my god! Oh, the great escape! Holy this, fucking shit, Steve Tim, McQueen, you fucking hack! Tim, this plan, buddy, perfectly Lay it active, out on by the me. way. Perfect. Throw! I don't know what's become of my companion. <laughs> He's disappeared. <laughs> It's like, oh, shit. No, well, he doesn't so. even say that. He doesn't yeah. say that. All he says is, Thrall, I do not know what has become of my companion. <laughs> so the, the Thrall, the guard, just opens up the door, right? <laughs> and walks in, leaves the door open, walks in, and bitch-ass fucking Sebastian apparently was was doing the, like, uh, Superman spread on the ceiling. Yep. And he just, like, drops down on the guy. Yeah, he swings down. So there's, like, oh, some right, kind right, of right. bar on the ceiling that lets him swing from being up all the way up on the ceiling yeah. to all the way kicking this motherfucker yeah, all the like, way across the room to the other yeah. cage. And he actually says, I can't believe that worked. Yeah. <laughs> Which is like, like you waste ball his fucking balls are way. I was just like, hey, you know what? It doesn't matter. It's fucking magic. Fuck as long it. as we acknowledge and by the way, it's this magic, would be fine okay. if the movie ever had any ounce of comedy in it whatsoever. There is nothing ever that happens that is funny. No. Uh, I would argue to say that almost every well, single line. Yes, of but they're not trying to do that. It's it's funny, yeah. but it's not comedy. But if, oh. <laughs> I do not know what has become of my companion. Well, you know, it's it's really like Dracula Symphony of the Night level. Is there any way that you can put the line in, Andy? Oh yeah, yeah. We're doing I'll a critique, so you can throw it in. Uh, we don't have to worry about getting at... any problems or anything. So, and okay. you know, two hours twenty seven minutes. I'll make a note of it to put put that in here. Throw, my companion is gone. I don't know what's become of him. But yeah, that was a good one. It's just one of the best fucking line reads ever in a fucking movie. And when I when I heard that, I was just like, "What?" I rewound it two times. Holy fuck! Yeah, it's so good. 
You know, they could have, they should have actually done the Goonies, the like, you schmuck, you actually think I'd kill myself, fake hanging. That would have been good. Oh, yeah, that would have been kind of fun. Never saw the Goonies, so I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, my God. You know what? You fucking people that have never seen the Goonies. At that point, I'm pretty sure I was in my anti-Steven Spielberg phase, because I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. He does nothing but PG movies, and kids never get killed, so why am I going to worry about it? All right, fair enough. So we go upstairs where they've got her tied up to the table. Uh, we've got the two boxes. One's got a heart. One's got a fucking rib. And we're getting ready to to kill Rain and take her eye out, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. He has like some kind of like a fucking pen or something like that that he's getting ready to point. the. Well, not Ben Kingsley. The priest. Yeah, the priest. Not Kingsley. The priest. And then they're, they're, I, I think they're going to go to carve her eye out or whatever, but then she, like, reaches up and bites him real yeah, quick. you know what? Uh, if you're going to take somebody's eye out, don't you want to tie her fucking head down a little bit yeah, better? Yeah, do some clockwork orange set, yeah. set up, you know? But it, she is... Something. Just, like, a, a strap over the mouth and a strap over the forehead. Yeah, she's way like, too something. Wow, clockwork orange. Who sings uh, Singing in the Rain in that one, Eddie? Oh, boy. Wasn't that Gene Kelly? There you go. That's That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Oh man. So they go to cut her eye out. She bites the dude. She doesn't even like rip a chunk of skin out though. It's just like a little nibble. Yeah, since she has some strength now, she bit mm. the guy. She got some blood. We've seen her before drink blood in like two tenths of a fucking second. She drains yeah. motherfuckers. And we find out no. later on that the priest is a, is a vampire. Yep. Why isn't he automatically killed? Like every other vampire that she's bitten in this movie. I don't know. That that would have made a lot more sense. It's the power of Christ. It must be. Yeah, Jesus protects the vampires, I suppose. Oh, drink my blood. Jesus. Yeah, yeah that's true. Doing a little uh, sacrament. So yeah, Madsen and the Winer escaped, and they're coming up there. They're, they find their weapons, and they, they, they jump, sort of. Uh, off of the rafter area to interrupt the ritual. If you jump a really extremely high uh, place, does it help if you do a flip? Yes, that's actually true. It does help if you do a flip. because So if I'm in an elevator and mm -hmm. I'm on like the 12th floor and the cable breaks and I can see the numbers going down, 10, 11, 9, 8, all that way. And right before we get to B, the basement, I do a flip in the elevator. I'm okay. Yeah, because time slows down when you do a flip. And here's actually a fun fact about that. If you were in an elevator, right, and the the cable broke and the braking mechanism failed on it, you would actually shoot up, not down, because they work off of a uh, counterweight system. Hmm. Okay. Fun to know. Yeah. Yeah. Fun to know. So. So I don't want to jump. I want to lay. I want to. Try to jump down. Now you want to just start fucking beating your dick off is what you want to do. Because, I mean, you're going to die, you know, so you might as well get one out. <laughs> that fast? <laughs> I mean, uh, look, man. A little bit stress. It's, uh, you got to work on your timing, I guess, man. Like, this is the last Daniel chance you got. Completely quiet because oh, I've been shopping for groceries. Uh... <laughs> fresh <direct>. Amazon Fresh. <laughs> Hmm? I forgot I needed to do I was just looking around. I was curious if they had mayonnaise. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Well, the, there was some on the ceiling. You're wondering if Amazon yeah. has mayonnaise. 
No, well, they're animated. Kind of what kinds they have. You know, yeah. there's a lot out there nowadays. Not, not like back in the day, Tim, when you had two yeah. options. Yeah. Let's talk about mayo for a little while. So you've got Hellman's mayonnaise, right? That's the one I use. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, that's Miracle Whip fans over in this here room? Uh, on the West Coast. No, not a Miracle Whip fan. That's not fucking mayonnaise. No, that's salad dressing, quote that's, unquote. No, that's some kind of fucking vampire. <laughs> yeah, and then you've got uh, Koopi, K-E-W-P-I-E, which is a Japanese mayonnaise that they add a little bit of uh, MSG, and instead of using whole Ooh. eggs, they just use the yolk. Oh, shit, that might be good. Koopi's really good. So you should look for that. Okay. Uh, we'll wait for you. Hmm, I'll be right back. Let me go to my Korean supermarket and look for yeah, Japanese look for, What's mayonnaise. it called? Goopy? Koopi. K-E-W-P-I-E. Oh, okay. I don't know. I'm kind of liking this Sir Kensington. I like that it has such a... Huh. Yeah, very, very regal name, name very nice. Sir Kensington. Okay. I don't want to eat anything that's white and pasty that's named after a dude. <laughs> Sir Kensington! Um, you think Hellman was a woman? She might have been a lesbian saying Hellman. Yeah, she hell said the hell with men. Like, there it is. I finally found, finally yeah. decided on the name. <laughs> All right, it's been added. Thanks for the... Okay, so is there anything else no, you we're need good. We're quick, good. Or... I wrapped it up. I had time to no, wrap uh, it up. Do they have cause banquets? Oh, I didn't even check, man. I, I, I like to support my local stores so, when it comes to the booze. Okay, uh, okay. Um, you know what? I had to just go get some black pepper today for the bacon that I made. Maybe you should double check your cabinet real quick while we're recording and see if you need some black pepper. <laughs> we have plenty. We have plenty. So thank you for thinking about me, Eddie. If you run out of black pepper, you're a stupid motherfucker. Well, no, we're we're here for you, Daniel. <laughs> well, that's what I like about you. Very thoughtful man. Yeah. So anyway, uh, yeah, they're having a big fight scene. Kagan opens up the box, and oh shit, the heart's missing, or the rib's missing, or one of them. It's a heart, and nobody thought to look inside to see if the fucking heart's inside yeah. of this. Yeah, it was a stupid move. She trickered him, because she's got the heart, and she gets loose, and she gets a sword, and she's like stabbing people. And then uh, Madsen, he gets stabbed by uh, one of the henchmen. And then uh, one of the other henchman guys, he he actually stabs his own sword through himself, and it stabs into uh, a bitch ass guy to mullet. Yeah, that was a pretty cool move. Uh, well, here's the thing: is shouldn't Madison get killed by the fucking bald guy or Ben Kingsley? Yeah, he should, but he doesn't. So then, yeah, the guy gets stabbed through, but but then uh, a mullet still cuts the guy's head off. So that's pretty cool. And then now all we're left with is just uh, Kagan and Rain. And this is what we've been waiting for, folks. We've been the waiting. The big fight scene. This is where all the fucking the money is going battle. to go, right? Yep. We've been waiting it's, an it's hour. It's the last one. Yeah. We've been waiting an hour and 22 minutes for this scene. And fucking Rain's dying to kill this guy. At so this they... point in the game, you've probably played it for at least, what, eight hours mm-hmm. to get to this yeah. point? The techno music the from Blade boss. kicks in right and now. <laughs> yeah techno music from blade kicks in and they have like a weird dance fight because they're all just like twirling around <laughs> it looks like a dance fight come on yeah very uh yeah it does yes uh, well, and isn't all fight scenes just technically really just yes the, they didn't sell just... the the fighting aspect of it very well it was very much a dance fight yeah 
and they're kind of giving each other some barbs back and forth, like Rain cuts his sides, and he's like, oh, you're a bad daughter or whatever. And then he yeah, stabs her. He calls her a bitch. He calls her a bitch. Ungrateful like, you're a bitch. bitch. Ungrateful? Well, why would she be grateful? What have you because done? Because at one point, when he's right before he's getting ready to extract the eye from me, he says, if you survive this, I'll let you live in my castle forever. Yeah. Which is like rent free. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. And she's like, I'd rather, what is it? I'd rather rot in your dungeon than sit at your Something table. like that. They have a, by the way, they exactly. have a lot of said? conversation while, during Something this like fight. Like, there's scenes where they're barely yeah, this is pushing a on each other. Very chatty. Like, fight. Van Kingsley's holding his sword with one arm straight up. Yeah, one ha- one arm behind his back, so he's got that classic fucking thing. I could beat you with one, yeah. arm, one arm behind my back. Uh, and then she's just, yeah. like, letting out all her daddy issues and, uh, you know. It's it, they're talking it out, you know. You didn't come to my high school. Oh, you missed my first choir recital. Son of a bitch. Yeah. yeah, they go back and forth. She does do. I know it's also part of the dancey thing, but I do like the little like. I don't even know what you call it, but she's just going. Yeah, I like, like that. It's fun. <laughs> it's useless, but oh, it's, it's fun. fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it makes no sense at all. You're yeah. gonna cut your fucking leg off before you cut anything yeah, else, but. It's kind of like when you piss off like a younger sibling or a cousin or something, and they just start flailing their arms around <laughs> at you. You just hold your hand on their forehead and keep them. She on looked like head. um. She looked like a video game, so, like yeah. where that's a move, like like Ryu's little spin kick, but they're just spamming the shit out of it, and like they're just. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like... probably something I can't remember because it's been so long since I played the game. But maybe it's something like where you fill up your blood meter. And you press yeah. a special button combination. You get to do like that, just like that swing through, and just fucking That's what kill it everything like. in front of you. Yeah, she has. I think it's called the orphan <laughs> fit. Uh, it doesn't really work too well though, because she's getting her ass beat. She gets stabbed. She's laying on the ground, and uh, then all of a sudden, whiny boy, he he tosses a bottle of holy water, and then shoots it with his crossbow, so it splashes Kagan. Yeah, but have we ever seen him with a crossbow before? It's always Madsen who has a fucking crossbow. We've yeah. never seen this motherfucker with a crossbow. He dug out his, yeah, dug I don't it know. From his bag. And then he got like a bag. Yeah, I guess he yeah, he, he, he kept it up his ass. ass for a special yeah <laughs> secret surprise. Well, that's his last uh, form of evolution as he becomes Madsen. Oh, he just gains like uh, fifty eight pounds, oh. and that's such an exact number. <laughs> He he gets 58 pounds, 40 of it in his liver, and yep. then fires another crossbow bolt at them. And, and like the 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 Kagan catches it, and she then Rain like wrestles it away from him and stabs him, and that's what kills yep. him. No, wait, hold on. I thought that he throws the holy water at Kagan. Kagan yes. catches it, yep. then Mullet shoots it with the crossbow and breaks yes. the bottle. Yes. And then I think he shoots him again and stabs him in the side. I don't think she does anything. No, no. He shoots the, the crossbow at him. Yeah. And then she, she he catches it. Kagan catches the crossbow yes. bolt. And then Rain, like, wrestles the crossbow bolt away from Kagan. No, and... no, no, no. No, no, no. First he okay. throws it. Then he, Kagan catches it. And okay. then mullet guy shoots a crossbow and breaks the bottle it shatters. Right. It sprays on his face, like on the side of his face. Yeah, yeah, I remember and that. And then you see him shoot again, mm-hmm. and it looks like it goes right into the side of Kagan. All happens and that's is it. he, shoot, you, he I shoots. I don't think the she bottle, stabs him. And then he tries to shoot him again. Yes, you're watching it now, Daniel. Right? He starts trying to stab her in the chest, but she out. 
she starts remembering yeah. what he did when she was in the little cubby hole. So then he she turns it on him and then pushes it into his chest, and that's how he dies. Yeah, so she, she stabs, stabs him, him with, it. with it. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. All See, right. I stand Tim, corrected. Buddy. Hey, if you're going to be my co-host wrong, on this, When I'm wrong, I will man. admit when I'm wrong. <laughs> if you're going to be my co-host, I need you to step it up on this. I mean, we got Daniel over here shopping for mayonnaise. <laughs> I got <laughs> God it knows what else bit. going on. No, it's fine. So uh yeah, I don't think she... so. I want to see your fucking email that you just got right now confirming your Amazon Prime order. Yeah. Oh god. So yeah, she kills her dad, and then that's uh I mean that's what all of us just need to do to individuate, mm-hmm. as Freud would say. And then I guess she like looks at the camera because she's got an idea. And you think the idea is like, I guess, I, I don't know, I'm done with everything. Maybe go hunt more vampires. No, she just walks over to Dad's uh, throne. Here's what I have written down. Emperor Palpatine yep. wins. Mm, yeah, maybe. because maybe She kills she is... her father and she becomes him. Yeah. Now it's time for her reign over oh, the kingdom. Will, will it be a blood reign? It might mm. be a blood reign. Oh, shit. So she sits in that chair all the way until Billy the Kid gets born, and then she decides, let me go to America. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. She goes into torpor, which is the state of sleep that vampires go into for centuries. Torpor. What? Torpor. Wait, no, both of you know that? <laughs> no, <laughs> you I, both said it at the same fucking time. So I'm a big nerd who who DMs different tabletop role-playing games, and that's a thing from Vampire the Masquerade. Wow. Similar so to the that's the tarot. same thing that Jedi's have when they go into fucking deep hibernation to go through hyperspace for like millions and thousands of years. Yeah, yeah, that's a nerd uh, of a different uh, uh, different world. Ilk. Yeah, yeah, of different ilk. The other uh, nerd uh, tabletop RPG thing I'll point out is the Gypsy Lady, uh, who gives her the tarot reading that that takes place in the Dungeons and Dragons module Curse of Strahd, uh, which is the gypsy or Vishani person gives you a tarot reading that, that tells you where all the artifacts are that you need to find to kill Strahd. So blood okay. rain, you hack. Sorry. I almost went wow. into Torpor. Deep, deep, deep cut. You almost <laughs> went into Torpor. No, he's looking at ketchup. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm looking for yeah. ketchup. <laughs> well, different kind of condiments. He's Hunts or Heinz. That's a Heinz. What the fuck? Hunts. Who eats fucking no. Hunt? If you eat fucking Hunt's ketchup, you're drinking it with a fucking Pepsi. You know what the answer is? Fuck ketchup. Oh, you're one of those. That's the answer. Okay. Yes. You're a mustard ketchup guy. Ketchup is for children. A nothing? Not even French fries? Yep, not even French fries. Get the fuck out of it. Don't tell Give me you're me... mayonnaise, motherfucker. Uh, no, I'll make a little sauce. So I'll go mayo, mustard, and a little bit of sriracha. So kind of a mayonnaise motherfucker. A little bit, yeah. More like a special sauce kind of guy. I bet you are. Whatever you want to call it. It's got mayonnaise in it. Yeah, that was my nickname in high school. Special sauce. That was mayo. (laughs) No, that was uh, uh, when I moved to Portland and I just got got getting called mayo everywhere. Then uh, you moved over here and they started calling you Sloppy Joe. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's true. (laughs) So, guys, that's the movie Blood Rain. Wow, what a journey. Wow, under three hours. Holy shit. Under three hours. So, I'm going to ask you first, Daniel, what did you think of the movie? 
The movie is so it's weird because it's not bad enough to be great. Like it's it and it sucks because he's so close. Like he's so close to making his the this specific movie so bad that it could be really fun to watch. But it's also kind of mm-hmm. it's comparable and like things are happening and you can see a storyline and the acting is they're trying. Some people are doing better than others. So the fact that it's so oh. – <laughs> some people are doing better. Like so, there's a couple. There's um, uh... <laughs> and who's your stand, Who's your standout for this movie? Who's the guy that like – guy or woman in this movie that you're like, hey, you know what? The mom they that really dies. <laughs> she does a really good job. Uh, no, Billy I would say Zane. Billy Zane obviously. But, but then Billy Zane doesn't really – fit like he almost looks like they shot his scenes like after the movie was done and they were like ah shit we better spice this up let's get billy zane in here and try to make this fun he's almost supposed to be like the fun one in a way but yeah it's almost i'm very ho-hum about it i don't absolutely hate it but i don't definitely don't like it it's just a movie that was made and it could have been way way better but it's not and so this exists cool so on a scale of one to ten, like what would you give it? Four point five. Okay, because currently it's sitting at two point nine. So usually I ask people what did it get right, what did it get wrong, but I think you've kind of covered that. So the only thing I've got to ask you then, Daniel, is at the end of this month, at the end of Bullvember, I am going to be doing a follow up interview with Uva Bull, and I am going to be bringing him a question from each one of my guests. Uh, so the questions that we've had so far, Tim, of course, his question was, what has a critic told you or, or what comment has a critic made that you agree with? Um, the other questions that we have had are, what, what is a, a work of yours that you're the most proud of? And the McCollum boys asked uh, what he would have done with the last three Star Wars movies. Yeah, that's a great <laughs> question. Yeah. So I'm going to ask you, Daniel. You have one question to ask uh, Dr. Uva Boll in this follow-up interview. What is it? You're approached to completely relaunch Blade, which is basically Blood Okay. <laughs> what, where, do you take yeah. this, where do you take the Blade character? Because they loved your work so much with Blood Rain that they want to see what you're going to do with Blade. Wesley Snipes is too old now, so we're going to get in a new, a new Blade. Mm-hmm. Fresh cast. Fresh cast, yeah. I like so, it. So yeah, if he had like if he had the keys yeah. to the Which MC I think universe. There's a Ooh. there yeah, might be like... something in the works, but you can kind of say there's something in the works, but what if they had approached you, what would you have done with that character? That hasn't already been done, you know. Okay. Interesting. All right, yeah, that's a good one. So Tim, I'm gonna ask you now, what did you think of the movie? I will agree with Daniel. It's not the worst movie. I think I might have enjoyed this a little bit better than Alone in the Dark. I like the gore. The wow. gore is good. High yeah. praise. Uh, the gore is good. There's, I think in this one versus Alone in the Dark, there's a better story mm-hmm. that if, like I said, if there were different actors in the movie and it wasn't fucking Michael Madsen just fucking phoning it in and fucking Michelle Rodriguez just doing a bullshit fucking accent and Ben Kingsley with like, hey, I'm getting $30,000 for one fucking day's work. Might have worked a little bit better, and a little bit, a little bit more work on the fucking script instead of fucking shooting off the fucking what the raw fucking uh, edit that the uh, the screenwriter gave them. It might have been a better movie, and 
It's not the worst fucking movie, but I mean, it's definitely not a movie I would re- ever, ever watch again. Wow. I watched it twice for this podcast, and I don't think I'll ever watch this movie again. But so, it's not, not the worst fucking mark. movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> really, what do you see? You, you get to see a tit. You get to see. You don't even see a tit. You see one tit and a nipple. And the re- and I wonder is it an unready cut of this movie because one scene when the camera pulls back from them banging, you there's a table that's very the way it's placed is you can't see anything that's going on below the waist and I'm looking at it, I'm like I'm like an eyes wide shut thing where they just like fucking put that in so you don't see her ass. I don't know. I was what do you mm, what was she doing with her legs? Do you think? Do you think she straddled the bars or straddled him? She probably had them hooked in like one of those. Yeah, fucking that's what I bars, thought. Right? I think that was what we were supposed to assume was happening, but I think the actress was just like bouncing her her feet up and down because <laughs> the, the <laughs> angles like, and yeah, logistics of it did not make any fucking sense. sense. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that makes about as much sense as the fucking uh, uh, pool scene yeah, pretty much. showgirls. Yeah. Yeah. People just not understanding anatomy, I guess. But hey, I will say this: uh, redheads. Always had to think for redheads. Get to see tits in movies. Never a problem with me. Okay, so that's a strong recommend for Tim. Oh, yeah. So, strongly recommend. So, Daniel, thank you so much for joining Tim and I here on this episode. If people listen to this and actually want to listen to more of you, like, talking about movies or, like, ordering bread, <laughs> where can they go? What's the best name? Well, you can uh, find me at the Mustachioed Podcastio, where I often have these sons of bitches on the show, and then they get to torture me the whole damn time. So um, it's a lovely, lovely friendship that we have here. And uh, they were just on an episode covering Super Troopers, which was a lot of fun. Um, I have an episode coming up where we are talking about Tom Atkins in um, uh, Night of the Creeps. We have... um, Ooh, yeah, we got that yeah, coming wonderful. up. We got we Tim's coming up again. I can't you know, this guy, you know, he, he is a masterful uh uh podcaster. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. All and, over uh, the place. What the I'm hell? glad you got him, Eddie, because this yeah. guy's got skills. First time I heard that accent, I was like, let's we need to put this man. <laughs> Wait, hold on, Eddie, when's my contract <laughs> coming up? I need to renegotiate. Uh your contract is coming up next Bolvember. Yep. Oh shit. Wait. Wait, when I agreed to be the permanent host, I keep wondering, why does he keep saying permanent, permanent? I'm like, I'm fucking yeah. stuck here, didn't I? I saw myself as the devil. Oh, God. You certainly did, So anyway, did, we have sir. some good shit coming up. Tim. So yeah, you can find us on um, Mustachio Podcastio on Instagram and M Podcastio on Twitter. And that's about it. Check it out. They're, they're all there. All your shit's great, dude. Like I said, the episode that I just recently listened to with your brother, because I can't listen to myself. So the one with your brother on it, man, that dude's good. You you definitely definitely. have to have him back on. Oh, definitely, yeah. If you don't have chemistry with your brother. Yeah, yeah. We did Silent Rage with uh, Chuck Norris for that one. And uh, definitely listen back to that (laughs) if y'all have a chance. It's a good time. It's incredible. Tim, anything you want to promote? Uh, I think I got the thing with Daniel coming up. I think I have another thing on Grindbin. I think I have a mini coming up. Mm-hmm. And uh, just yeah, this. Our sister bits. podcast. Join the Patreon. The yeah. Yeah. It, you know, it's always funny because we always reference White Fire, which is a big incest movie. But are we like the biggest fucking incestuous son of a bitch? Yeah, it's, ever? it's kind of ironic. Yeah. yeah. All start from the grind bins. I guess the grind bin is our parents. Then yeah, Daniel yeah. started the podcast, so he would 
decided to be our older brother. I guess. Then you started your podcast. And so we're, we're like the baby. Just like bouncing back and forth. You know what we are? We're like uh, on Growing Pains when they brought Leonardo <laughs> DiCaprio in. As a homeless kid? Yeah, that they adopted into the family. That's that's bloody bits. He was actually on the show for more than one episode. I thought he was just on for like one or two shows, and they, like, they put him back him? on the streets. No, get back, get the fuck out of here. It's a full house. Oh wait, that's what? a different show. No, full house is a different show. What are you talking about? <laughs> I love the chemistry between the the host and the co-host of this show. It's a good time. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's oh, great. Daniel knows how to come back. <laughs> I'll see show. y'all next year at least. Give me yeah. give me a, a month. Yeah, no, you're gonna see us uh, uh, on our next bonus episode where we're covering probably the greatest movie ever. Oh, yes. Fuck, I forgot. Yes. I do have you on the camera. God damn it. Okay, I'll see y'all again soon. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, thank you, Daniel. Thank you, Tim. And as always, ladies and gentlemen, this is how I end it. Stone!